Hey everyone, and welcome to Comics from the Multiverse, the DC Comics podcast from Mailfuzz TV. I am Peter, and joining me as always is Matt. Hey Pete, may the force be with you. Are you supposed to say may the fourth be with you if you're doing it today? No. Isn't that I mean, I can, point? but, you know, I don't fall Star Wars. <sighs> Connor's here too, <laughs> Begrudgingly, I'm missing the snooker to to be here, and I'm uh, I'm frustrated. You and snooker, like I just it's like so I get good. it. I'm I'm the hockey guy. I get it, but like I like, don't know. Ma- ima- imagine the semi-final of a hockey tournament falling right this second. Oh, I know. I wouldn't be here <laughs> if the Knights were playing in it right now. There's no way because you wouldn't get my full attention. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like well, pair of weirdos. <laughs> But their season's over, so it doesn't matter. And it's over wife, because they lost and get kicked out of yes, the tournament. In, in Game 7, on a controversial <laughs> call. Yes. Um, oh, someone's sorry. <laughs> but, but, you know, well, yeah. My uh, my wife has gone hockey intolerant again because I've been trying to watch the other games. And she's just like... Nope, too I, far. No. Uh-huh. Yeah. Also, she doesn't want me yelling at the TV when my team's not involved, which I can't not because I, you know... Um, but hey, there's a, a wild card team uh, swept uh, one of the the division. I don't think it was a division winner, but anyways, pretty exciting stuff. But snooker, like, yeah, oh, that, the that's tension, what they use the, the red balls, is incredible. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Red balls and then the, the other colors as well. Yeah, yeah. It's good. <laughs> it's the. Well, no, I mean, as opposed to just two colors, there's a variety. Yes, that's how snooker functions. Yes. Yes, I'm, I'm I'm saying in contrast to say pool. Yes. Right. Pool has the the solids and the stripes. Yeah. No, I don't want a snooker table. I want to see the snooker rules. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid Google. Yeah, snooker tables are big. They're I, way bigger yeah. than, than a pool table. Yeah, you, yeah, you yeah, do. You, you, uh, yeah, you, you put a red. You get to try put one of the colored balls, and then you you know you have to go through them in order. You... What's first? Yeah, brown yeah. first? Brown first, Connor? Is that the first one? Yellow. Yellow, that yellow then brown. Ye- yellow, green, brown. Yellow, green, brown. And then oh, I see it. Okay. Pink, then blue. Blue, then pink. Damn it! It's been too long since I've... Yeah. So, so you have to get around the red balls and sync the other ones. So it's a game of strategy to get around the other balls, right? And sync yeah. them in order. Yeah, yeah. So you got to do a red ball and then one of the other colors. Right. And then and another the... red ball and right. a color, etc. And once all the red balls are gone, then you work up the colors so in, what, in order. What color is the fourth one? Is that purple? Blue. Blue. No. In the middle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because this, this, according to Billiards World, uh, that pulled up on, on uh, Google, it, it has a yellow and then green and then in between them, it's like a purplish. It's a, oh, then, that's a, it's a brown in between them. Oh, it's brown. Okay. And then in the middle of the table is blue. Yes. And pink, then and black. Pink. Yeah. Black's the last one. Um, and if you block oh, your opponent, no one. Yeah, if you, if you if you block your opponent, it's referred to being snookered because you you block them with a the ball they're not allowed to hit. It's, yeah. That's what you call Which it. obviously, if they hit, it gives you points, and it's it's the world championship right now, and and. I've been watching it all week, and it's it's excellent. So, so are, are you that interested in pool too, or no? Just snooker. Just snooker. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So it's like cricket to baseball. I take it. Like, so yeah, I guess it's weird ones. Yeah, yeah, kind of. Yeah, gotcha. Except, like in both cases, better. Yeah, I sure. 
I will never understand cricket, no matter. They could have I mean, like the best cricketer explain it to me. I'll yeah. never sink in. So, uh, I get under. I, I get having a preference to which one you watch. I think if you're going to play snooker or pool, though, I feel like there's really no difference in terms of what you're doing. Yeah. In terms of the action of what you're doing, yeah. no. But the actual the the strategy and the way the game plays out. Yeah, but if you shit anyway, it doesn't matter. You better just take whatever well, one's available. Uh, well, I think sure. a, I think yeah. a better comparison is is like rugby to, to football, right? Because they they look the same, but they're played vastly different. You know? Yeah. Like yeah. Okay. When I say football, I mean American football, not not soccer football. You know? Um, no, I but yeah. They look if if you squint your eyes, they look the same, but when you start watching what's actually going on, it, it, it's very different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Yeah, I have no idea what the rules are of either of those sports. So, um, DC Comics <laughs> show, DC Comics <laughs> podcast. See, I, we swore Pete. He thought he was going to get Star Wars, but we got snooker and billiard stock. So, <laughs> I would I would happily talk about snooker instead of Star Wars. Happily. Oh my god. <laughs> I have no interest in watching it, but I would like to be actually be able to play snooker. I'm sh- I'm shit at it, like terrible, <laughs> yeah. just abysmal. Yeah. But like that in golf, I I could get I could get into playing those things. <laughs> Is this because there's not that much physical exertion required? <laughs> it's not. Yeah. No, it's not even that. It's it's, it's it's the pacing of it. It's because it is more about just taking your time and strategizing. Hit the ball and wait. That that's Pete's <laughs> perfect sport. <laughs> There's no running involved. It's perfect for him. Which one probably? Yeah. To be fair, I hate running as well. Hey, but, hey, um... hey! You get a nice walk when you go golfing. There's a nice walk from hole to hole. Depends if you get in a golf cart or not. <laughs> well, yes, but if I was trying to exercise, I'd make a point of using yeah. the time to walk. Well, yeah. Anyway, oh, DC Comics. Another DC Comics on this show, believe yeah. it or not. Uh, coming up on this week's show, we have uh, DC's You're the Villain, issue one. Uh, we have Deceased, issue one. Mm-hmm. Tom Taylor. We have Batman, issue 70. We have Justice League 23, Young Justice, issue five, The Green Lantern, issue seven. Adventures of the Super Sons, issue 10. Assuming Matt read it, because uh, I didn't. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, I did. Yeah. Um, and then Connor's got a Patreon pick to catch up on from last month because he, he was sick that one week. So yes. he's doing Red Hood Outlaw issue 31 um, today as well. So that's what's coming up on this week's show. So, hey, it's actually kind of a reasonably balanced uh, week one for a change because there was those, those two extra books. That's kind of nice. Yeah. 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 It's, not, it's not anemic. It's weird. It's nice. When did this happen? Well, this week, because the villain came out and deceased started. But... I, I know, but what I mean is, like, I, I don't think I've registered in the run up to it or when the solicits happened that mm. it was going to. I just it it surprised me this week that oh, I actually had a, a reasonable handful of books. Yeah, more than two or three. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, it's it's nice. It felt good. To be, oh, hey, look, I've got half a dozen comics. Mm. <laughs> it was nice. Uh, so yes, yeah, so that's the bit we're going to talk about. But of course, before that, we do have a little bit of news, and. Some juicy news as well. Uh, we, do, we do have one piece of juicy news, yes. Mm. Um, unless I've missed something else, in which case, maybe there's multiple news. I'm sure Coral will delightfully tell I'm, me I'm, what I'm having a quick skim to see if anything reminds me. But, but it's um, just the one that I can think of. Before we get to that, though, for some reason, they were really late in uh, coming up last month, so we've not done these yet, but we have to talk about some sales figures. Oh, Damn it! Sake. 
<laughs> the sales figures for the month of March because see normally they're out around the same week of the solicits or the week after the solicits but for some reason uh, they weren't quite ready in time uh, for last week's show I uh, I suspect the reason for that is because it was the end of the, the, the fiscal year so the uh, year uh, figures are also out so maybe they delayed on that that's entirely possible and I'm glad you said that because we can have a quick glance at the year figures as well oh for god's um, sake I'm sorry Matt but uh, so I mean I am going to make you guess number one for March because it should be painfully obvious was there a doomsday clock in March <laughs> there was but it's not doomsday clock no it's War of the Realms well, those was April. No, it's, it's Detective Comics. Yes, 1000. Detective Comics one thousand. Wow. Yes, all the most I don't obvious. Know a day, man. Yeah, yeah. We we just look. March was so long ago now that it feels it. Yeah. I, I agree. It feels it. It feels weird. We're to in May. That. It is May the fourth as we record. Yes, hence the stupid Star Wars uh, reference at the start. Not stupid, you're stupid. <laughs> Joe, I can't wait for my. I can't wait for December when Rise of the Skywalker can't even come close to Endgame's figures. I can't wait. I'm oh, going to relish I don't in care, it. Cause... Yeah, it it will still be a wildly successful movie by any yeah. other metric. Yeah. Yes, but unlike Endgame, it won't come close to Avatar. So you know, it's, it's, it's fine. It'll be a better movie. Still. That's fine. Yeah, exactly. It's not hard to be better than Avatar. I, I, like... just, I disagree with this. I disagree with this. Avatar's better than the Last Jedi. I'm I'm saying it. I'm not going to weigh in because both of those oh. movies have big, huge flaws, but I also enjoy parts of them. So, uh, so it's also better than Return of the Jedi, and I don't, I don't want to get arguments on that one. But still, I'm saying it. No. <laughs> Return but, um, of the Jedi, the one where Harrison Ford phones it in. Anyway, um... <laughs> yeah, and even when he phones it in, it's still better than anything in Avatar. <laughs> Look, let's not turn this into something. The dragon pretty dope, Connor. The dragon writing sounded cool. Shut up, Matt. Like, I can't wait to ride that ride at Disney World. But hey, there's also a Star Wars ride at Disney World. So, hey, either way. Hey, regardless of what happens, Zoe Saldana has created the box office. I think that's the one thing we can't disagree with. Um, we I watched The Losers because my wife is having us. You know, she loves Chris Evans, so she's knocking out films of his filmography, and I forgot she was in that. And I yes. was just like, oh yeah, look at look at all these people that went on to do different comic book things in yeah. one movie, also based off of a comic book. Yeah, Gamora and Captain America with uh, the comedian and Heimdall and, and, and Thomas Wayne. And Thomas Wayne, yeah. all these things. Um, so yeah, so number one was Detective Comics one thousand with five hundred and twenty six thousand. Uh, so obviously we were expecting that to be big. I think that's kind of similar to what Action did. I seem to remember 500,000 being a number for that yeah, as well. Yeah, about right. Yeah. Uh, makes sense same. why this week Marvel are going on about having the, uh, they've got ideas for a comic that'll do a million again. Because yeah. <laughs> obviously the, the last one that did was um, yes. Star Wars issue one, which yeah. only, did, like, like, I don't know wrong. I love that comic, but it, it did it because they shoved it in Loot Crate. Yeah, they, they yeah, shoved they it in Loot Crate. all of those. I've also yeah. seen lots of comic shops say they've still got stock of issue one because yeah. of how they put it out. Yeah, my, my shop is getting ready to get rid of some of them today yeah. as we speak. They're so, none of my um, local shops do, what? but I'm not surprised. They've got boxes what? and boxes of Star Wars issue one because Marvel just shut it at them. <laughs> what, what What's CB's nickname, Pete, that, that we called him? Oh, uh, oh God. Oh, that's going to bug me. Yeah, he's Japanese Damn name. It. Hold on. Yeah. Hold on. Uh, Takashi-san. <laughs> Takashi-san, yeah. yes. Oh man, good old Takashi-san. <laughs> so, let's see if they have to cheat again to beat Detective. Yeah, I mean, 
they just with their renumbering it doesn't really matter because like they'll get up to like when they when they renumbered Thor and completely messed me up back in the day so they could hit 600 right and then they did it again to hit 700 and it was like you know yeah. they keep gaming the system whereas at least like sure action did weekly for a little bit you know way back when but for the most part, it's been a monthly book up I, until Rebirth. I mean, you know, I don't mind if it changes frequency. Like as long as the yeah. issues are still coming out and the numbers yeah. are actually big, like, issues yeah. of the book, I don't really Action care. Action and Detective on, literally only have that period in the in the new Fifty Two yeah. where they were a different. And even that was like at least one consistent number. It wasn't you know three yeah. different numbers in that time period. It was right. It was one and so, number. and I feel that's the reason those sell so well because it is this huge milestone. And I'm looking over at Marvel and. I really don't know what their huge milestone could be, you know? Um, yeah. Because they you got, seem you, to you not got, care uh, about the numbering. Donny Cates joking about it being an absolute carnage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's got he's going for above Watchmen numbers. That's what he's that's what he's talking about. Ooh, he's, got, he's going for above eight million. That's what he's he's, he's, he's <laughs> aiming for. <laughs> uh, at least he has a sense of humor. Although yeah. seeing him at a con, it looks like he does it. Looks like he takes himself very seriously. Very deadpan, but, I assume. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Anyway, so number two in March was uh, Batman Who Laughs the Grim Knight issue one with 133,000 because you put Batman on a number one and it, it, it sells. sells. Yeah. It sells ridiculously. Uh, number three was Doomsday Clock issue nine with 120,000, so that's still doing swimmingly. Um, and holding very well, given yeah. that it's now issue nine, nearly two years later. Mm-hmm. Uh, the next two are Batman's issues 66 and 67, although not in that order, with 83 and 84,000. Uh, respectively. Heroes in Crisis issue 7 is number 6 with 78,000. Yeah. Uh, so notably that's the that's, no, that's the top 6 all DC because uh, we're just about to hit our first Marvel book. Oh good. Um, so uh, number 7 and 8 are Amazing Spider-Man issues 17 and 18 uh, with yeah. 74 and 78,000. There's, there, there's something I know that speaks more about me that I don't get upset when Spider-Man shows up in the top sales because Spider-Man sells just like Batman does. Mm-hmm. You know, but I'm not as salty about Spidey. So, you know. Um, and then number nine, we have Spider-Man City at War issue one, which is the adaptation yeah. of the video game, uh, yeah. which I almost read and then realized, because I thought it was just going to be set in the same universe as the video game, and then it mm-hmm. turned out it was an adaptation. I thought, yeah, oh, I don't need to read this kept, then. they kept marketing it as, oh, the, the, the video game version is coming to comics. And I yeah. thought, oh, okay, they're just playing with that character, but but no. No, yeah. it's, just, it's just an adaptation. Well, well see, I was going to wait till it came out in trade and read it, but now I'm not. And I'm going <laughs> to skip it, because... I already got you that story. The game and it, you played exactly. the game. You read it. Yeah. Uh, number so ten is Justice League issue twenty, uh, which had. Let me just extend this. Out. I'm I'm sick of I'm sick of scrolling left to right here. Come on. Oh, now you decide. Uh, uh, number oh my ten on the list. God, the stupid word doc. We're not done. You know we're not done. Stop pretending we are. Uh, Sixty-four thousand <laughs> on Justice League twenty. Uh, issue nineteen, for the record, was number twelve. So it bumped up a little bit. Uh, was twenty the start of the six dimension stuff? Is that why that bumped um, up? Twenty, I believe, is the one where they dicked everyone over uh, with the variant cover instead. Of, <laughs> instead of instead of going nineteen, twenty, twenty one um, as right. regular covers, they put um, they put it as t- uh, variants on twenty. So people would have had to buy three copies. So shops would have upped their order. There you go. There you go. I'll be yeah. why they squeaked out a few thousand more. Uh, looking further down the list, Superman number nine came in at number twenty-two with forty-eight thousand. Yeah, needs to be higher, people. Let's get out there. Action Comics one thousand nine came in at thirty-one with forty-three thousand. 
So, there's the next pick up of DC books. Uh, Flash, both issues of that for the month came in at numbers 36 and 37 with 39 and 38,000 respectively. And then Wonder Woman 66 came out at number 42 with 35,000. Where's the other one? Uh, That's a 47 with 33,000. So, obviously the gaps between each entry are getting tighter and tighter because it just happens as you get further down the list, as you expect. Um, So, there you go. Ether in particular, you'd like me to check... No, I got my two that I like to hear about. Yeah, that's the two Superman books. Yeah, <laughs> that's happy. That's happy. All right, so we should look at the. I mean, not the fiscal year, because the year we did yearly already. What am I saying? I don't care about the fiscal year. Fiscal year's boring. I care about the, I care about the sure. calendar year. We did that in January. It's fine. <laughs> hey, so, the, the the less we have to do now, the better. Yeah. Yeah. So we're fine. Fine. We so. we can talk about the interesting news instead of that shite. Oh. That's interesting. This is an interesting thing. Alright, so the, the the new book was announced this week. Uh, we got a, mm-hmm. a Batman Superman book coming in yeah. August with Joshua Williamson writing and David Marquez on the art, who was exclusive to Marvel for quite some time. Yeah, mm-hmm. and is now exclusive to DC with this book. Mm. Yep. So, Tons of DC guys are now excited to work with them. I've seen that all over Twitter. Uh, understandably. Okay, yeah, honest. and and Williamson's like, yeah, but I get to be first. Yeah. So yeah, there's a without colors. There's a two page uh, yeah. from the book with the the news story here, uh, and it does look pretty nifty. Um, on the one hand, I'm kind of rolling my eyes at this because I'm like, a Batman Superman book because we don't have enough Batman and Superman. Uh, right. <laughs> you know, like, but it is also well, a staple. It, it, yeah, it is. But I mean, part of me is like, hey, there's a bunch of other characters I would rather have a book than getting more Batman and Superman. We have plenty of Batman and Superman. Yeah, but like, world's finest. Like, let's do it. Yeah. And does, then, does uh, it hurt you, Matt, that at some point they decide Batman's name should go first? How no, I came to terms with that. Yeah. Yeah, that's when it changed. Because again, because yeah. again, Batman sells. You put it next to the other Batman books, mm-hmm. people are probably going to pick it up more. I mean, my shop does it in alphabetical order on new release dates. So. Yeah, mine does too. Yeah, yeah. so I, I get it. It's fine. It, it, Superman's still there. Um, yeah. Uh, there's a nice, so, uh, there's a nice uh, dual cover here. It's like a wraparound cover. Uh, yeah. And you got a Batman cover in the back and a Superman cover in the front. Uh, Batman Who Laughs is in here. That's kind of what the, the, the plot's uh, getting here. So I'll, I'll read this from the article. Uh, for the. Yeah. This is a quote from an interview with uh, Williamson. We discovered through the Batman Who Laughs series that, uh, that the Batman Who Laughs have been working on this massive plan since Metal. What it is, he has sleeper agents throughout the DC Universe. They've been, inf- in- they've been infected and they're slowly turning into the worst versions of themselves, said Williamson. Uh, some of them know they're changing, some don't. They aren't aware that it's kind of a Jekyll and Hyde situation where they're not aware of what the other side is doing. Uh, and basically this leads to Batman Who Laughs is leading the new version of the Secret Six, which Batman and Superman are going to have to take on. So that is the the basic premise. I yeah. am excited. Yeah, you got the detective stuff that'll happen first with uh-huh. figuring out who the six are. The yeah. um, I think Williamson likened it to the at the end of The Thing. With the, the yep. paranoia of, well, we don't know, is, is it you or not? But we kind of have to work together. Um, mm-hmm. That said, that. that said, the last time I got this excited for a Williamson and mm-hmm. star artist book, it blew up in my face like a grenade. So, um, yeah. But I assume, I assume this, this is the one power. that he was teasing for a while, yep. the one they spoke to you about. Um, yep. So, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm down. 
Yeah, that's why. And he, he's earned my whatever he does. I'm gonna check out at least. Matt, the first are, are you saying to me that Justice League Odyssey did not deliver upon expectations? It, it did not. <laughs> so you're saying? And I'm still it's, salty. It, it still take... hurts how good the first couple of issues of that were. I know. Yeah. It take hurts. one of my favorite up and coming. I, I can still say Williamson's up and coming, right? Like he's kind of made a name for himself, but he's not at sure. the top level right i mean he's Take doing with flash a... and batman superman and, yeah I, mean, I don't know he's, he's getting up there now yeah yeah, yeah. He, he's I, definitely in my top five i'll tell you what though i am looking forward to the next doomsday clock by up and coming jeff johns because he that, that kid's well, got a future yeah he does i mean if only he can solve those scheduling issues yeah right and then that <laughs> up and coming artist gary frank He's too busy like, running TV shows. That's what. It's not that he's got a problem working to a comic schedule. It's he's got a problem working to a comic schedule in addition to yeah. running a TV show. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and, and Marquez isn't Sejic. You know, he's a little bit more able to keep a schedule because he's done monthly comics, I think. Oh, for a long time now, yeah. Yeah, yeah. At, a, at a more regular pace than Sejic does. So, because I'm looking at his, uh, his, his uh, history. Um, I think uh, Sejic colors all his work as well, doesn't he? Yeah. Whereas I don't believe Marquez does. Uh, yeah. So that immediately speeds up the process on one person's end. They can finish their issue and hand it off to the colorist yeah. and get going on the next issue, whereas someone like Sejic can't. Oh, well, the one thing I'll say about this that I'm going to be a little cynical on, right? I'm looking forward to the book because I like Williamson, the artist is good. Like, this will, this will probably be a great fun time. Um, but just on a, on a wider cynical level, I'm starting to get the feeling that the Batman Who Laughs is sticking around for a long time without a break. <laughs> and I'm a little concerned that I'm going to be really yeah. burned out on him before too long. Um, I get that. It felt like we had a, a, a bit of time off. At the end of Metal, till we actually saw him again, it felt like there was a bit of time off. It was off a few there. months. Is that all it was? It felt longer. Yeah, because yeah, Batman Who Laughs book started in, like, what, November, December, somewhere? No, it was October. It was for Halloween, yeah. Yeah. And Metal yeah. ended in, like, the start of the summer, so, I mean... Yeah, fair enough. About six months or so, I think. And he yeah. was all tied up in, in Justice League. But that's, that's uh, how long it takes yeah. to do a six-issue arc in most books, so yeah. it doesn't feel no, that long it, in terms no, of... No, it's true, you're right. I context. think I think because most of the books were double-shifting, so I assume I, it was longer. As much as I agree with that about being burned out on the Batman who laughs, at least this feels like it's part of a bigger thing that kicked off with metal, right? It's keeping that thread going and now it's passing off to, to it's, Williamson. It's interesting that when metal happened, we said it kind of felt like, uh, the, the, like it was a culmination for Snyder. Like mm -hmm. It was an end point. Right. Yet it's actually being treated as act one of this yeah. you know, multiversal level story. Well, it was the end of his Batman era stuff. And now it's kicked off to this bigger, grand, more cosmic-y. Yeah. And, and this just plays into it, because now if you have the Dark Multiverse characters bleeding in, right? Uh, but yeah, no, I'm, I'm super excited. I love Marquez. He's the reason I started reading uh, uh, Iron Man, because he did the Invincible Iron Man with Bendis. Um, and I saw that art and was like, oh, I have to read this. So, you know, Civil War too, not so much. But uh, art looked good. Yeah, it wasn't his fault. No. Mm. Yeah, so that's coming in August. Uh, in fact, uh, at the back of the year, the villain it even says, hey, these are the books that are kind of spaying that's out of us. why they announced yep. it. Now. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Uh, and that's, that's, the latest, that's, the, that's the one that's furthest away, is the August one. Yeah. Is this one. Just a, a side note on this, they actually uh, extended uh, the Batman Who Laughed from six issues to seven. Um, presumably to kind of thing. lead into this. Uh, yeah. I'm going to read them, but yeah. 
sure. It's still worth noting. <laughs> I'll jump into this and see how it is. Um, and with William Sima, oh, well, I'm and assuming I think it helps that it. it's yeah, it's not Snyder doing Batman at last, so maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe Williamson's different take will... On, on that subject, the, the, the back of a lot of the books this week had uh, the preview of, uh, what, Last Night on Earth, Last it's Night called? Earth, yeah. yeah. I haven't uh, checked out the preview yet, though. Um, I didn't read it yeah. properly. I just sort of skimmed it cause the first time I got to it. And I went, you know what? I don't think I want to read that. <laughs> oh, no. I'm going to. <laughs> I'm shocked, Matt. Shocked, I tell you. Yeah. I, I, I'm at the I point know. now. I, 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 I see Snyder on, on Batman. I'm just kind of like, no, I'm, I'm good. I'm done. I'm just done. Fuck Capullo. Yeah. Hey, Joe, 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 it's like Capullo's art is good, but he makes me think of Snyder's Batman. <laughs> He's so tight in. Yeah. But, yeah, yeah. It, it's like uh, when you have a composer tied to a director so much that even when they break away and do things with someone else, if they make me think of that director they work with, I'm like, oh no, this is make me think of other yeah. things. <laughs> Danny Elfman and Tim Burton. Yeah, I like Danny Elfman that much anyway, but... <laughs> oh, I know, but that, that's yeah, it. Like, that's a good example, yeah. Like Even even the Simpsons theme, which I always is, you know, the Simpsons, I hear the big horns and the drums, and I'm like, oh, well, that's Tim Burton. Like... <laughs> Basically, every time you hear... Yeah, that's Danny Elfman. <laughs> no one else does that, just Danny Elfman. And it even ble- uh, bleeds over to Oingo Boingo, and it's kind of ruined, like, <laughs> like uh, Dead Man's Party and um, Weird Science, because it's there. Like, it's his thing. Ugh. I know, it's weird. That's weird. Oh, okay, 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 we'll see. Uh, so, there you go, that's news. That is the news of the week. So, we can, without further ado, get into the books. So first up then, of course, we're going to start with DC's Year of the Villain, which is kind of their, much like last year when they did the uh, the, the No Justice thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, it was DC Nation issue zero, right? <laughs> I think was the actual name. I of think it. so. Yeah. But it, that's what it was. It was the No Justice like, lead-in. Uh, and it was like, yeah, okay, so, so let's just kind of set up what we're doing for the year. This one's interesting in that there's no specific, like, book coming out of this. It's all just kind of, I mean, arguably Batman Superman is, but... There's... They're all, seeds. Yeah, it's, it's just seeds for arcs that are happening. Uh, as, as, as opposed to an extent Leviathan, but that's kind of so special. Yeah, so I started with this this week, and I'll just tell you, I stopped because the um, the Justice League one said, oh, this takes place after what's going on. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, so I need to read that first. And then I got to the end of Justice League, yeah, and the, there's still an issue left. And I'm like, you a-holes. Yeah. The, the, yeah it's look, uh, it's, it's an unfortunate byproduct of when... Uh, Mm-hmm. Justice League. Sorry, I'm not sure. <laughs> what the hell? What like, just my, happened my... there? Why did you go quiet for ten seconds and then your phone started Every, speaking? Everything froze on me on on Skype. Yeah. I, and so I so I don't know what happened there. And then while I was talking, my tablet, which is an Amazon tablet, de- decided that it thought I said its name, which I won't say because it will go off on one. But it's uh. it's you know. Uh, Amazon Siri, and just responded to nothing. And <laughs> one, one of the shows I listened to, once they know that became a thing, will randomly yell that name and play something off the wall. <laughs> and if you weren't wearing headphones, I would have just done it. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, uh, you have a ghost. That's what that means. That's I'm just saying. Like, it's not the first time it's happened s- either. Well, mm-hmm. so now what were you saying? We do because you froze up. 
I, I was saying the uh, the problem with you know this story taking place after what will yeah. be the next issue of Justice League yeah. is just an unfortunate byproduct of when free comic book day has fallen. Yeah. yeah, like you could tell oh, they could have held this because it's not even technically a free comic book day thing, but but it is. It's there so that when people go into the shop today, that, that this is there. Yeah, so basically Luthor uh, and the, the Legion of Doom break it at the White House and take over and yeah. <laughs> like they're 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 wanted for you know doing so luther fires yeah. everyone at his company and is like yep we're going to do this and it kind of tries to tie into king's batman a little bit and says yeah. yes all these other villains basically what he's doing is he's going to fund all the villains so that all of the heroes will be or all the villains will have have the everything they need right they'll have all yeah. the resources that they need it's, to take on their heroes well, spoilers for another company story but that was the premise of Old Man Logan, was all the villains got together and swapped. So then that was what was able to defeat the heroes finally. I don't think the swapping you know, here, though, to be fair. Well, no, but it reminds me of that, that like, here, here's the help. You know, Rogues, you weren't able to beat Flash on your own, so here's some Luther tech. Let that help, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah, and it yeah. ends with a cliffhanger because because Brainiac's like, hey, if you're going to do this, you know you're going to have to do this other thing, and it gets cut off, and it ends with Luther looking like he commits suicide. Although of course we're all like, yeah, sure, <laughs> like, like well, yeah. Luther, yeah, uh, uh, I like the big purple glow of the explosion. Yeah, that looked good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. looks looks solid. Um, so this is interesting. Joe, jo- 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 what's funny about reading this is that. So someone uh, on stream with me this week said, D- are you worried that DC is getting a little bit too event heavy? And I hadn't read this yet. And reading this, and I'm like, okay, so we're setting this up for Justice League. We've got Leviathan coming. Mm-hmm. Um, we've got all these big things happening. I'm like, yeah, there is more than there was a couple of years ago. Like, it, it, We do have multiple things happening mm-hmm. right now. Yeah, I, I think the thing that helps is none of them feel like the... Well, none of the ones that we're talking about here feel like they're the big universe-wide you know crisis level events right they're just they're Mm. so this will be okay there's a justice league event going on there's a batman event going on they're tied to their families rather than being the big okay this is everything no Mm -hmm. i I like i like what this sets up uh my, my only caveat i guess is that like justice league could use some downtime it really could yeah some some character specific issues yeah take a breather we, we might still get that um i don't know what the next arc actually is we, we might well this, be this that starts next. in issue 25 so yep. we may get a couple of issues well this was 23 we just read this week so tw- oh, oh, you're not. probably not then no you're not you're not getting anything <laughs> we're going straight into this um yep. which i don't know it's, it's funny because i am definitely more excited for the other things set up in this book than i am this one mm-hmm. But I do, from a premise point of view, I actually like this more than anything else that's been in Justice League up until this point. Uh, mainly because it's more to do with Luther and the Legion of Doom doing their thing. It's not talking about Perpetua. It's not talking about whatever. Although the ending of the third story kind of ties it back into Perpetua. Because yeah. it's almost as if uh, Scott Snyder decided, like, hey, I want to do a Legion of Doom book. And they're like, well, no, you were, we need you to do Justice League. He's like, okay. Joke's on you, though, because this is going to become a Legion of Doom book. <laughs> and this is now what it's finally... He's laid enough of those groundwork that it can become it, what he wants it to be. Um, yeah. Which which is fine. I, I like I, 
I like that it seems less to do with the cosmic stuff and more to do with mm-hmm. just Lex Luthor having this maniacal plan to like basically yeah. have all the villains win. Yeah, yeah. I'm personally Doom. very okay with it being both. Well, yeah, but you've loved yeah. this this run, so of course yeah, you do. Exactly. So you know. <laughs> I'm shocked. Connor's supportive of of everything Snyder's doing. Absolutely flabbergasted. Because as a gender, he inherently leans towards Doom. <laughs> Uh, the second story is the Bendis Maleev uh, set up for Leviathan Rising, and I was very I was surprised by the, the contents of this because it was a uh, Batgirl on Green Arrow. Uh, yeah, hunting down Merlin, and I'm like, oh hello, okay, I was expecting this. Merlin looking terrified for his life, which is that's a problem. Yeah, because Mer- that dude's always cool and collected, no matter what. Yeah, he's like, hey, hey, like there's a royal flush happening. I, I don't like I'm not mm-hmm. running from you because of the, this and that. Like Le- yeah. you know, Leviathan's coming, and he tries to like, talk. Uh, well, whoever's behind this tries to talk Barbara into like joining them. That, that's kind of what the second yeah. half of the story is. It's like you know we're not making this offer to Batman. We're not making this offer to any of the other Rob, you know, the Robins or anything like that. We're making this offer to you because you're strategic and because you've been Oracle, you've been Batgirl, you've you know you've been you've helped the Suicide Squad, you've helped the Birds of Prey, you've mm-hmm. done all these different things. Um, yeah. You need to believe because basically what it sounds like they want to do is some kind of reset like it almost sounds like they want to change continuity that's what it sounds like the way you're saying it kind of it's like uh almost like they're it's a they want to use her mind because she's she has all these there because they're interested in barbara gordon gordon not batgirl you know sure yeah but like they're talking about you know changing things um Mm -hmm. where's where's the lines here to do what uh the, the world your life your place in it and she's like, what, like a makeover? You know, it almost does sound like rewriting reality in some way. I, I don't know if yeah. it's been as literal as that, though. Like, it might be more of a, a symbolic thing. Yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. She has access to everybody's secrets, right? So, like, if you're going to change the makeup of the country or the world even, you want someone like Barbara there, you know? I love this. This was... Oof. And then we get to the end panel, the final panel. Well, it's better be a swerve. Yeah, that's another scene, yeah. Um, because at one point, uh, the mysterious mass figure, you know, kind of, you know, says, hey, you don't know who I am yet, but uh, we've not earned trust, so I'm not going to tell you. Uh, and when we get to the, the last scene, we're in the Batcave with uh, Damien and Batman. And they're basically, Batman's like talking to Oliver about what's happened and, you know, where's Batgirl, what's going on. And Damien's like, hey, you know, Father, you know how you get that feeling in the pit of your stomach, like something's not sitting right and you've got that detective instinct? Um... Well, we need to talk about something because I think, uh, like, you know, I need to prove who this Le- Leviathan threat is because I think it's Red Hood. <laughs> I think it's yeah. Jason Todd. Oh, I'm so glad I'm not reading this. Yeah. Of course, yeah, but you, you have to read Red Hood, though. So. It, but yes, the, the less thing, Red Hood I have to read, the better. Here, here's the swerve, though. I don't think it is. It's, it's a swerve. Like, they're, they're setting this there. Um, well, of course, of course is, this, is, this is a teaser before the story even starts. You think he's going to reveal who yeah. the, the main villain is in this? Yeah. It's just, it is an interesting concept considering how close, you know, since they brought Jason back, how close he has been with the Al Ghuls. I mean, that was the whole reason he came back and whatnot. So tying him in makes sense. You know, and if it can make me hate him more, perfect. Um, that said, I think it's a swerve. And as I was reading and... This, with what was happening in action last time, and this doesn't sound crazy, but it wouldn't surprise me if this was Dick Grayson behind all this. 
Because why else? Who else would reach out to Barbara? Right? Because he he mentions we are not enemies. We want the same thing. Well, hold on a second. Dick Grayson or Rick yes. Grayson? No, there's no Rick Grayson. There's no Dana only Zool. So there's no Rick Grayson in my eyes. This is the whole spiral thing and the whole Leviathan and and all of that. And then this, there's there's seeds being planted. Um, I mean, it might just be crazy. As, like, as long as we're not just character assassinating Dick again, because we just did that no. to Wally, and I would like very much if we didn't do that. <laughs> yeah, but imagine, but imagine him doing all of this to to make things right, right in his eyes. You know, like I don't know. Whoever it is has very intimate knowledge of the superheroes. Sure, I mean, and who's who's the center of that will? Who who is the center of that will that John's always talked about? was the center of the DC universe, and it was Dick Grayson. So, um, Wait, so I don't you, want so, it to be. Hold on. Do you think he's got his memories back, though, then? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think that he's, quote, fixing the world because of what happened to him or whatever. I don't know their justification yet. This is just a harebrained idea that I had while reading this. I mean, they're going to have to really justify it to me because if, yeah. Dick Grayson doesn't go around blowing up organizations. Yeah. I know. Rick Grayson might. Yeah, yeah, Rick, yeah, but he, oh. yeah, Matt's not saying Rick Grayson. Or Matt's saying Dick Grayson. No. He's been very specific yeah, right. here. Because if it's Dick Grayson or if it's Rick Grayson, then it's still a cop out. Like, oh, head injury, blah blah blah. But it's more interesting to me if Dick has this, you know, after the whole Rick Grayson BS, you know, it's broke him enough that he's like, this whole world needs to be reordered. This this is starting to sound along the lines of uh, Nightwing New Order. Kind of right. It's not really based on anything though. This is this is literally no, just no, a whim no. from Matt's Matt. hypothesis. Is yeah. starting yeah. to sound like that. A little bit, but I just having uh, having Spiral come out right, and Bendis doesn't do anything by accident, right? So he he introduces Spiral into the whole Leviathan thing last week, and then this week he has this whole thing with Barbara Gordon, and it just got my my gears going. You know, if it doesn't turn out to be true, fine. If though if if it is true though, I can at least swallow that bitter pill, because at least it's it's something interesting happening to, to Nightwing. And it would also, you know, the whole Rick Grayson stuff you could get rid of. Like, now oh, that's all gone now. Um and it and it, you know, justifies Percy being no, kinda no, unceremoniously nothing, kicked off. Nothing you've said to me has made me want this. So I hope it's not true. That's yeah, but you know, you know how you are with DC right now. They're doing stuff just to upset you with Wally. Well, they are, but I mean, this, this, this would be par for the course. For, forgive DDO. me for, for hoping that this will break the trend. <laughs> no, hey, here's when Christ has taught me anything. It's that hope is BS. All right, and I'm gonna have a speed force explosion because of it. All right, it's like it's like you sure want me not to. Message. Uh, this is weird. It's like Matt's trying to get me to dislike this story. Stop it! It is, isn't it? I'm not. Yeah, I'm not trying. I'm There's nothing you. bad in this. this. I like everything in this that. story. Matt's just trying what? to like sully it with this weird theory just to make it awful. I just what, what? I'm, 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 join me to help. Jim, help make Pete uh, hate it. I'll join in. Ah, uh, you yeah. can't. Everything's meaningless from you. There's my leave back girl in this. I got my leave back <laughs> girl is, in a book. Yeah. Can we just... Well, see, this also happens when I'm left at, at work alone for, for a week. You know, working by myself. I have time to think about stuff like this after I read this on Wednesday. So... You know, um, I, I I don't think it's Dick Grayson, and I think part of the reason why I don't think it's Dick Grayson is I think it's just it would feel like so much whiplash given what he's been going through recently and the whole Rick Grayson bullshit. I think whoever this is 
is either someone who's not been around for a while or it's someone who's been around but has been kind of just there, right? Someone who's not had like any big stories yeah. in, in a while. Um, yeah. uh, if, if not, Let's just... not have it be Max Lord. Anybody like <laughs> anybody but Max Lord, please. But I, I don't think um, I don't uh, think it'll be someone who's had like big stories or big changes oh, recently. I just thought of a thing that might argue against that and in favor of Matt's whole theory. Uh oh. Yes. There's that whole secret six of Jekyll and hiding the heroes, so they don't even know oh! what they're doing. I mean, if that, that ties in. That feels cheap, though. Yeah, I mean, that's assuming all these things actually link up that much. Which, by the way, yeah. Connor... They might gonna, not, no. If they all do link up, you're going to be, like, missing, like, a third of, like, what the, your, the villain Chunk. stuff is. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it's going to be annoying, isn't it? It's going to be like, it's going to be like, oh, that this revelation in, you know, Batman Superman only makes sense if you read this issue of, of Leviathan Rising. Yeah, that's what the wiki page is for. <laughs> yeah. True. But yeah, let's let, let's hope that it's not true. But I'm just throwing it out there as a possible thing. But no, you're right. The art with Malieve, Batgirl, even yep. his Green Arrow, pretty damn good. Yeah, whoever so. this mysterious masked figure is that's running the Leviathan show. Because um, this is the thing they're, they're taking down all these organizations. It's like, yeah, this world doesn't work. You know, ha- having yep. you know Cobra and having you know Suicide Squad, all these things, they don't they don't work. The world's not getting better. Um, which makes the motives more interesting, and I, I'm far more excited for this than anything Snyder's done in Justice League because it's not just here's uh, the biggest thing ever. No, no, it's this characters within the universe yeah. trying well, to change it. And, and yeah, and the best villains are the ones that feel that they're right. You know, mm. like they're not the villains in their story. You know, they're not doing things just to be villainous. And I kind of feel that's what the whole concept of Snyder's Doom is: is they're villains just. To be villains? Yeah, but it's 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 so convoluted at this right. point as to what's driving Lex to think Doom's the right answer that it's hard right. to care about it. <laughs> Versus something like this, I can get behind because they're like, yeah, all these secret shadow organizations are making things worse. And if we unify under one thing, whether you like it or not, it's gonna make the world better. I can see that, you know, uh you know, a villain using that as justification. Mm. That was lovely, Matt, for the for the audio Sorry. listeners. Sorry, yeah. again, it's allergy season. My yeah. cat just flipping sent up a, a cloud of dander again. Yeah. Um, no, no, I'm into it. Because thinking back about just, what Justice League has done so far now, like, I start to think about, yeah, we've got this weird doorknob. And, like, I, like <laughs> it was kind of interesting at first because, like, okay, where did this come from? It feels so random. Yeah. And I'm, I don't know. If- I'm starting to suspect Pete might not, might not have enjoyed this week's Justice League. Yeah. Um, we, we'll talk about that when we get there. I. I I didn't dislike this week's Justice League, but there's definitely some th- problems I'm having, especially since there's some things I don't remember from last two issues that you're going to have to explain to me when we yeah. get there. Uh, <laughs> um, that said, the, the Justice League, the third part of the story. Yeah, third, so we go back to Justice yeah. League, and it, but it's Tain in this time, right? Who's writing this uh, this part? Yeah, with Manipal on the art. With Manipal, yeah. yes. It looks amazing. Yes, everybody, yeah. it's probably, it's weaker than the Malieve art, but yeah. It's so pretty good. Yeah, no, I'm, not, I'm just saying that to upset Connor. <laughs> I flicked through. Well, I didn't actually flick through the Maliva at first uh, because my my issue was actually slightly. You know, some you know sometimes you buy a comic and the pages are just a little bit stuck together as you open them. Uh, uh, the someone in the time. shop's masturbating on them. Yeah. 
Yes, obviously. Thanks, thanks for making that joke because I thought it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I literally. Just, like, oh, these my leave background pages. I've got to pop one out. Went, uh, no, I, I actually just skipped through the whole chunk, and uh, it's only what I just went through now, and I've noticed. Oh, hang on, those pages were still a bit, you know, creased together in the middle. That oh, I guess I didn't flick through this. So I've right. literally just looked at the art in this for the first time now. Interesting, interesting. Uh, so the Justice League are evacuating uh, uh, some planets near the source wall, or near enough the source wall that they're, they're being affected in, by it. In, in uh, honor of today being Star Wars Day, we'll call this the Outer Rim. Sure. Planets, right, Connor? Yeah. Sure. Yes. The 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 border planets. Yes, where where hmm. the Alliance aren't as uh, active, so the brown brown coats and that have to operate there. Yes. Sure. Um, I wonder where we even got that idea from. <laughs> I think it hurt Peter's soul that when 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 we talk about Firefly, he has to acknowledge the Star Wars, you know, influence. Yeah. I think yeah. it hurts him a bit. It doesn't hurt me. Like, there's a lot of things that only exist because a previous thing existed. That's okay. <laughs> like, you know. Like, the fourth world's only there because the third world, right? Like, like, like Citizen Kane as a quality movie, it's not my favourite by any means, but so much of what we use in filmmaking now only exists because Citizen Kane dared to, to defy the odds and also do it gave, interesting things. And it gave us one of the best gifts of all time of Orson Welles clapping. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It's a great yeah, gift. It's a, yeah. it's a great fantastic gift. Um, you know, and many a thing has improved upon Star Wars. It's okay. So, Firefly is the Orson Welles clapping gif of Star Wars as Citizen Kane. <laughs> <laughs> the looks could kill right now, I man. I don't think I understood that joke, but that's it's, okay. It's the little fluff piece that is is pretty good, yeah. and it's it's a great little thing on its own. Yeah. But it's got nothing on the whole concept of as, as a whole. Nah, nah. Star, Star Wars is not as good as Firefly. <laughs> it's not as good as the Expanse. It's not as good as Mass Effect. It's not as good as. Let's have some space stuff. Babylon Five. I'm only half the season into that, but that's better. I I like all of those <laughs> things. Not can Babylon Five because I've not seen it. Two varying degrees of some very much. Star Wars is still better. Oh, Star Trek is better, take obviously. All of Star yeah. Wars, not not just you know <laughs> some movies. When you take all of it, which is what you're comparing against of all of this Star talk Trek. bores me. Can we get back to Justice League, please? Star, say, hey, Star Wars does not have at any point. William Shatner holding a giant rock that's shaped like a cock. At no point in Star Wars does that happen. Therefore, it's invalid, it's worthless, we can ignore it. You haven't seen Rise of Skywalker yet, Pete. So let's let's not say <laughs> things are, all right? All right, That's what the Rise of Skywalker is, okay. Ah, rock hard. <laughs> Anyways, Justice League. Um, yeah, so so big things are coming, and Batman's like, we need to call everyone. So there's a big two-page spread of like, you know, Supergirl right at the front, Shazam, Green, Dollar Green Lanterns, Catwoman, Green Arrow. The, 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 the hell of a splash. The Terrifics are all there. Yeah, it's just, it's like, yeah, we need to rally everyone. We need to extend the Justice League. For yeah, what's it's, it's basically you know all the different Justice League teams that we've had recently. Yeah. Uh, Dark, obviously, Titans. I'm sure there somewhere. Titans yeah. is there. Plus a few more though, because you know Shazam and yeah. Supergirl aren't. And that's looking jacked in this one. I hope that happens in the next uh, coming up of Dark, because that that's a proper man bat. Oh yeah, that is a proper man bat. Yeah, yeah, so, Animal Man's uh, back there too. I haven't seen him in a while. Yeah, Batgirl's not in any of these teams. Uh, so you know, there's obviously yeah. others there no, too. No, Batgirl's there. Yeah, no, yeah, she is. I'm saying she's not in any of these other teams that he's talking about. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. gotcha. Um, 
But um, Simon Baz is, is front and center, which bothers me because I don't see Jess. Unless I'm missing her. I assumed she was there because of because I assumed the Odyssey team was there. But you're right. I don't actually see any of the no. Odyssey team now. Shazam, Shazam and Supergirl and Crypto are up front and center, which makes me happy. Oh, yeah, that's I, I news. love that Plastic Man insists on being at the front. Yeah, he's just stretched out to be at the front. No, I like that too. Uh, that's good stuff. Um, I yeah. So it's basically you know, we rally the troops, and then we get to Perpetua. Huh? Perpetua. That's Perpetua. Do, do, do you have to say it in that voice every time? Yeah. Um, Here's the thing that bothers me about Perpetua. What is up with the planet circling her neck? Is that a necklace? <laughs> like, yeah, that's a fair question. Um, maybe it's a fashion statement. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe um, it's actually you know it, it's. It's circling her in the way that the planets circle the sun, so it's a it's a, it's a statement sure. of you know being yeah. the center. And and, then she's, and oh. it's talking about how she like knows a lot of the villains that are going to like help her soon, but she doesn't know all of them. And then we see Batman who laughs, which and we know that he's yeah. going to play a prominent role in Batman Superman. So it's all of this is kind of linking what King's doing in Batman to Batman Superman to Justice yeah. League to Event Hor- uh, Leviathan. I said, yeah, oh, I also said Event Horizon there. You nearly <laughs> yeah. did, yeah. Um, Oh, but let's get, get one thing. I yes. love Manipal, but he draws a terrible cheetah in this issue. That that cheetah oh, yeah. is not. That cheetah is bad. Uh, it's it's which, ungood. Which is notable because in Justice League proper this week, I, and we're not talking about it yet, but I'll just say there's a cheetah with an eye patch, which I greatly appreciate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I will give I. you cheetah being the one weak part of, of Manipal's yeah. entire story here. Yeah. Yes. So I'm just saying. The reveal at the end of this, though is that uh, presumably after the explosion that Lex caused uh, with himself in it, yep. we have a new gestating Lex Luthor in like a tank, uh, which I presume he's transferred his, his mind to or whatever, like, we've, whatever he's doing. Yo, we've done Lex clone before in the 90s, all right? And the death and return of <laughs> Superman. All right? Can we not remind me of when he cloned himself and passed himself off as his own son, as Lex Jr.? With the big red afro, hair. Ugh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I got to this and I was kind of like, "Oh man!" I mean, I kind of like that the third story kind of like paid off the end of the first story to make it feel more like yeah. a cohesive whole. It feels like an issue, yeah, rather than just short stories, right? Yeah, it does feel a bit more like that, yeah. and I guess that makes sense because they're trying to link all these different villain plots that are happening throughout the year, and you know, Lex is funding everyone, so the idea that he's funding what Bane's doing in Gotham right now to make making Bane's life easier, sure. Like, that can work. Uh, I don't buy for a second that when Tom King started his Bane plans two years ago, though, he was like, oh, in two years' time, Lex is going to fund this. Yeah. <laughs> oh, of course not. But that's yeah. that's the nature of the editorial beast, right? Oh, sure, yeah. Yeah. Sometimes it works, sometimes it really doesn't. Uh, we'll find out. And I feel he's been pretty cool about it, too. He's like, all right, I'll oh, sure. good. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, for yeah. I can pledge you could have with King, I don't think he's he's buckled to adjustments oh. that he's had to make, uh, you know, because of other things going on. Um, so yeah, so how did we feel about this as a whole? You're you're the villain special issue one. Like, are you pumped for I, these three stories that they're setting up? I I'm even more pumped for Leviathan than I was before. I'm pumped for Leviathan. Uh, yeah, like that's the other ones. Like I was I was really into that Justice League story just for the stuff that we kind of skipped over what Superman did, where he goes to rescue that ship on the planet where the dude's like, oh no, we gotta kill everybody because that's the that's mercy. Superman's <laughs> like, well no, and like. He kind of, I took it like he he slapped him. 
know, he didn't really <laughs> punch him, but he was like, "Get to your senses, man!" Super slap. It, it reminds me of that uh, that story we had in Green Lanterns mm-hmm. towards yeah. the end with the, the the planet that needed saving, and they were like, um, yeah. they, "They don't want to. What, what do we yeah. do?" The two man's just like, "No, yeah, yeah. screw this." No, I'm gonna smack him to his senses. And so, but I like that, and I like that that's what motivates Superman, you know. Um, but then we got to the end with the with the Lex and the the. I'm just like, Ugh, can things just be? Yeah. Um. um uh, as for, obviously, I didn't read the 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 middle portion. Um. So I've got no opinion on Event Leviathan. I think the Justice League stuff I'm quite into. I, I'm cautious about the Lex bit at the end. Uh, I will agree with that. But I'm willing to see where it goes. I really liked what they did with Lex in the first story. Um, yeah. I think uh, this issue does absolutely nothing for the Bane stuff in Batman. I, I don't care. This issue, I mean, not not. I, I mean, nothing to do with what Batman's doing. This just has no impact. It on felt it felt whether or not shoehorned in to tie it into because oh yeah. Bane's a villain because because they want the, the big the big story arc that King's doing starting issue twenty five or not seventy five not twenty five um to feel like it's part of this this wide banner of you're the villain and it's not really it's just kind of what he was doing anyway it, it is yeah I I had assumed that knowing this was three stories it'd be one for Justice League one for Batman one for you know the 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 Bendis stuff yeah. And and then it wasn't. It was like two Justice League things, and then like a page and a half for Batman. Yeah. Oh, the third Justice League one kind of was poking at Batman Superman as well. It, it was, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So is it interesting? Uh, during the stuff at the back of the book, there's actually a page with a a bunch of characters on it, and it's basically saying one of these six of these heroes rather will betray the universe, and obviously it's referring to the six that are taken over for uh, the Secret Six, mm-hmm. um, that we don't know about yet. So. Um, I'll just just worth mentioning like who's there and uh, you know a lot of prominent characters, a couple a couple of minors, but a lot of. I'm trying to get to that page of my my tablet. It says no laughing matter at the top. That's that big. Uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I didn't read through all of these pages, so I never actually knew that that was a thing. Well, I didn't either. I just, I just, I just saw the, (laughs) I, I just saw a thing at the top, and I connected it to the. you know the article about right so six of these so okay we've got an eclectic <laughs> choice of people here i mean who's, one of which is uh matt your mate's gone oh. uh our dear old friend that matt was theorizing earlier uh mr rick grayson himself yeah but also, the, the thing with the rick well the thing with this though is that i don't i'm not worried for any of these six characters because they're all just going to be like you know it's going to be reversed it's, you know, it's a main control thing essentially or a parasite thing Who's who's the only live action one? Yeah, I don't know who or, that is. I'm sure. I'm yeah, assuming, I was trying to figure that out as well. I'm assuming that's a joke based on who that is. Yeah. I have no idea who that is though. <laughs> yeah, it's not I, one I recognize. I, I love that. Um, let's, let's say we we can probably count out Shazam, right? Like, because because of what they're doing in that book right now, you wouldn't want to throw that in there. Um, maybe Damien, you can probably count out too. And I'd count out Supergirl because of what's going on in Superman in action and stuff. Um, I think there's no way it's two of the lanterns, so you only have one of them. Yeah. But it makes it lately there's one lantern. <laughs> it does. It does. Yeah, but and, and with what Morrison's doing right now with with the, you know, wouldn't surprise me with Hal, right? Uh, I mean, you could do, yeah. He's such a great... I don't think it's going to be Alfred. 
At least I hope not. I feel Unless like it just makes him more sassy. I feel like given that we've got a few super characters and a few back characters, there's probably gonna be one yeah. super character and one back character. Uh, wouldn't surprise me if it, I love that Perry White's there. Mm-hmm. That that'd be fun. You make him like Fox News Perry White. Mm-hmm. That could be fun. Yeah, that's Gold, his alternate. Gordon could be an interesting one with him yeah. fucking not being an ally to Batman at times. Because again, yeah. this isn't necessarily. Yeah, I think the thing is that uh, some of them will be kind of somewhat aware and they'll be like that yeah. all the time. Others will be kind of split personality. Yeah. And I think the key thing here is that I don't think this is like like all of this is not going to be permanent. Whoever whoever the six are going to no. be, it'll just be yeah. for the story, and then they'll, I, um, they'll fix it. I think Jimmy Olsen here at the bottom is a chance that he could be, given that he's getting a book that could actually yeah. add to that book. Into it, yeah, it could do that. That could explore, uh, you know, his back and forth. Like let's say he's not aware of it, we could play with that in the in his yeah. Well, and, and you look, uh, Selena's there too, and that plays into the sometimes she's good, sometimes she's bad. So, like, maybe that was seeding Are from they? beyond. <laughs> so, you know some of mean? these characters have a duality built into them, which is why mm-hmm. I say maybe Shazam is a good argument to do it because he has the, the duality of maybe, when, he, maybe when he's a kid and when he's not. The oh, twist will be as we think Selena is, and it turns out, no, yeah. just sometimes she's good, it's, sometimes she's bad. <laughs> yeah, she, she rides that line. Same with Constantine. Like, Constantine's there to be a red herring because that dude. He's you shady know. as shit anyway. Yeah, exactly. Like yeah. his his actual thing is when he acts good, that's when you know something's up. <laughs> when he does stuff just for a noble cause. Yeah, yeah. It's, like, right, yeah, it's very interesting. I mean the story alone, if it wasn't Williamson and Marquez, I'd look at it. But the fact that it's that team on this and now at that page, like makes you, you know, actively I, excited yeah, rather than yeah, just I, okay, I'll check it out. Yeah, I, I live for that type of stuff. The whole guessing and the... Yeah, it, it never said uh, if it was like a miniseries, right? Like this Batman Superman. No. Uh, as far as I know, it's an ongoing. Yeah, so... It this says here on the top of this page, you know, uh, World's Finest, uh, re- reunites World's Finest in a brand new Batman Superman series. Not miniseries. Yeah, so... Um... Man, I, I broke into reading comics with the original Jeff Loeb uh, McGinnis run. Mm. Uh, Batman, or Superman Batman. So... Yeah, I I love this kind of book. Yeah, so we got that we got that coming in August. So yeah, things are happening. Exciting things are happening. Um, I feel like there's definitely less books overall that are exciting right now compared to say like the the Prime Rebirth era where it felt like yeah. there was tons. But that's not to say that there's not like really strong pockets right now because there is. Even for for every like oh Wally West is tearing my heart out <laughs> in Heroes in Crisis, there's you know. At least for me and Matt, like you know, Superman in action over there doing. I mean, I, I'm enjoying Green Lantern when you guys aren't, so that's fine. Well, that evens I'm, out. I'm enjoying Wonder Woman right now. Oh, not, not as much as I was great. Yeah. under excellent. under Rucka, right? But like, this is the most I'm enjoying it since Rucka left. So yeah, it's, that's, it's, it's maybe not quite as amazing as Rucka, but I think by, no. by the time the run is done, like it'll be like I, two of my favorite runs are probably going to end up being Rucka and Wilson. Yeah, I look forward to it every every week. It's out, so yeah. You know, but but hey, also Williamson, Flash, Flash has been, as I tell people, it's been the most consistent book. Like it's very rarely it has really high ups or really low downs. It's been good. I'm really yeah. excited for Justice League Dark is is one of the best books right now, as far as I'm concerned. I'll go there. I'll say that. I enjoy that one. Hawkman. Shockingly, yes, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm just trying to find books that Pete's not reading, so he can't agree. That's no, no, no. I think that I think the point of that though is that, yeah, yeah. Pete's got 
uh, Superman in action that I'm not enjoying, but then I've got Green Lantern and and, and Hawkman. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So uh, it's a little bit more spread out right now, but there's, there's good things going on, even if a couple mm-hmm. of main things in the middle are a little bit iffy right now. Uh, but yeah, so uh, there you go. You're the villain. Um, I mean, rating this? It's kind of a weird one to rate, I suppose. I mean, it is technically an issue. It's, well, yeah. we can we can do each story, right? Like, um, or no? I feel like they're too short to give a. Yeah, it's kind of weird. Uh, it's to, more like... just a, a an overall. Feel. Well, then let's not rate any of it because you really can't because it's it's three short stories and then a bunch of promo material. Sure. Uh, okay. Okay. Well, yeah. We'll All just, right. Moving well, on. Well, but, abstain from voting. On on. So that means we can't use uh, moments, right? For a moment. Oh no, we can. We can use. We can take moments from okay. this for that. Yeah. Moments and art. All right. Yeah. Right. So that'll take us then on to, if I can speak <laughs> properly, uh, that'll take us on to deceased issue one, written by Tom Taylor. <laughs> and <laughs> with, he is. With art uh, by abusing Trevor. Using that bus. Here saying in James yes. Harron. So. This is this is an Elseworlds. This is not uh, set in continuity for obvious reasons. Um, no. He's the pa- the patron saint of our show, yeah. Tom Taylor. Yeah, absolutely. Um, absolutely. It's great to finally I, I, finally I talk about say, Also, say art by uh, Stefano Godino as well. Is a third yeah. artist? Yeah, Harrison and Godino are, are paired up. Um, they're working like together, and then uh, Harren. Because if you look at the the breakdown. Um, the, the first just... pair do you know one to six and fifteen to twenty-seven, uh, twenty-six, and then James okay. Taron did seven to so, fourteen. Let me just say, because of events that happened in this book, mm-hmm. I am so glad I picked it a physical, uh, because reading it digitally with the events that happened, it would have probably sent me into a panic spiral, just you know, left to my own brain. So why why did reading it physically help with that? Because the the events that happen are caused through, you know, people using devices. Oh, you're making a joke about the plot. Oh. Oh, yeah. All right. I didn't get He's, that. He he says as he hits, sits on Skype recording. Yes. Yeah. I, I don't know. I just uh, my mind wasn't jumping to the joke you were making. Uh, gotcha. So so basically the, the plot of this book is that by the way it's just it's nice that Tom Taylor. I mean obviously we did that one Batman uh, annual, but other yeah. than that. We've never actually reviewed a full issue of a Tom Taylor book that he's doing at DC, where he's got like a series. No. So this is kind of a menace. So exciting. Uh, but yeah, so basically, Darkseid's been at war with the Justice League. Justice League, uh, you know, fighting back. Superman apparently breaks Darkseid's jaw. And yeah. The Darkseid's like, ah, I won't come back because I've gotten what I need. And he's taking Cyborg and he's wanting Cyborg because the, the rest of the anti-life equation's in Cyborg. However... It gets corrupted, and it basically turns Darkseid into you know a super cyborg zombie, <laughs> and yeah. he infects Cyborg. They send him back to to Earth, Earth, and it spreads from him through the internet and screens and stuff like that. So, oh. uh, so I I've been out on social media for the last month or so, right? Just because it's it's kind of tough. It, it's fun not to stare at your screen all the time. So when Superman comes in and smacks the phone out of John's hand, <laughs> I was like, this book came out at the perfect time for, for where I'm at right now. Um, and then I got onto Twitter to let people know how I felt. So really, it's counterintuitive. Do, yeah. do, you, do you want 
Do you know what I liked about it? I liked that Nightwing was there and he was Nightwing and it wasn't Rick Grayson. <laughs> that was nice. Yeah, I was telling was having none of that shit. <laughs> until the end. Well, um, until the end, but I mean, everyone's when great. When he becomes Bitewing. Right? Yeah. Everything I mean, the, the, the book ends with Nightwing turning Batman into a zombie, so I mean, yeah. like. Still better than Rick Grayson, though. Still better than True. Rick Grayson. I agree. Um, so the whole justification of this, I'm not a zombie guy. I never have. Even on Game of Thrones, that's the stuff that I didn't care about. Right, I don't care about we, the Walking Dead. We don't Dead. use the Z word for that. I don't. Yeah, I get it. Um, you told me that on Sunday, or no, Dan told me that on <clears> Sunday. But yeah, yeah. Uh, but here I liked what Sorry, Tom then. Taylor did. Walkers, walkers on uh, yeah, Game whatever. of Thrones. Whites, whites, fre- walkers, or freakers. Um, no, because because the the white walkers are different to the whites, and and you know, let's right. not get that confused. Yeah, fuck you, this shit. <laughs> Anyways. These these dead here, they're not really so much dead as much as they're rage-induced, driven mad by the anti-life equation. Because what basically Darkseid has done is he's taken the one half of it and then used the digital half in Cyborg and made this, this virus. And when people see it, it drives them mad that they try to get it out of their own head, right? So we see there's this really cool page with Darkseid clawing at his own skull mm-hmm. and like yeah oh. was there yeah, anyone no, else enjoying cyborg's sassy dialogue where yes. he, he, he kept talking about how like oh dark say were you just waiting over there to make an entrance at the dark corridor when i said your yeah. name it's, and it's then the he's most like, character cyborg's ever had yeah well you know what because he's not being used as a flipping teleporter phone booth so uh it, it's <laughs> yeah. tom taylor almost knows how to use him no, I mean, he had uh, character in New Teen Titans. This is the first time he's had character in a long time. In, in a long time, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, but then when they send him back to Earth, and it, it because of Cyborg being what he is, it instantly downloads to the internet and starts to spread. And what better way to spread a virus than over the internet? And uh, yeah. we get some fun stuff with Damien and John are, are at the Kent's apartment in Metropolis, and they're playing games, and... You know, stuff starts to go down. And they seem and about older to me. They, they, that seems like 15-year-old yeah. John and Damien. They both, notably, they both seem about the same age, though. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, they're both aged together. This is not, this, this is not like, in continuity. Yeah, John's exactly. aged up and yeah, Doc, yeah. Damien's not. They're just, they're just both a couple of years older. Um, and so, uh, I like the day he's like, oh, my, my dad will have a plan. He'll know how to deal with this. And then we jump to Batman. Mm-hmm. And he's putting the, the manor on lockdown, right? Yeah. And he yeah. sends an EMP. And he's, he's doing all the right things. He's like, oh, right. you know, intranet only, you know, disconnect right. from everything external, you know, this and, and that. I love that Superman comes in and starts confident Damien. He's like, hey, your dad will be fine. He always <laughs> yeah. is, no matter what the hell we do. Yep. <laughs> and but so we, we don't know if this is a bite-centric virus, do we? Like, is it, you know? Uh, we don't actually know for sure if biting spreads yeah. it, but the yeah. ending feels like at least it's playing on the assumption that it might. Like maybe it'll turn. Maybe maybe the twist will be that it's not spread Lower. through a bite, and Batman's yeah. okay. But the ending's yeah. definitely played on traditional zombie tropes. Where we're assuming gotcha. that he's infected because yeah. he's been bitten. So so we we can you know so Nightwing is is there being held at bay by Alfred with a kitchen knife and a chair basically, <laughs> which I like. So there's still some humor, at, which is why I appreciate Tom Taylor. Yeah. The... Because yeah, as for me, comedy and horror work hand in hand. Like some of my my favorite horror stuff has comedy peppered throughout. So here was that. I turned that page and saw Alfred holding him off, and I was like, oh, please just be Jason or be one of that <laughs> members I don't like, mm-hmm. right? 
And of course it's not. Of course it's my favorite Bat Family member. And it it hit. You know what I mean? You're like, oh no, not Nightwing. Uh, and let's not forget uh, part of the corruption here that creates the viruses that Black Racer's involved. Because uh, Dark yeah. Dark Side basically is, hey, Black Racer, I I, I require your your yeah. assistance. And then he after kills ripping him. out, yeah. yeah, after ripping out Cyborg's tongue, having to saw do it, where. Yeah. yeah, and uh, that's a good point. Whoever's narrating this, we don't know who that is yet. It's uh, someone nope. doing this in hindsight, because uh, they nope. mentioned that Cyborg, once his tongue grew back later, he you know he told us about all this. So yeah. uh, I feel like we're going to have the, the reveal of the narrator by the end of this book, You know, whether yeah. it's like yeah. a halfway through thing. And whoever or the end. it is has style, because they have the single best narration box in any mm-hmm. comic this week. Oh, go on. Dark Side yeah. was. Dark Side was. Oh, and we see him destroying... You know, in his manic state, he jumps into a fire pit and destroys all of Apocalypse. Yeah, Joe. Joe. Yeah. Joe is funny about this. Is that I feel like obviously Darkseid is isn't uh, Tom King's creation. It, it came from an old yeah. book, but I feel like between this and then also this week's Justice League both have Darkseid is moments, mm-hmm. and I feel like it's become such a part of what Darkseid is that it literally now is that to, to in comics mm. that I feel like it's going to be used forever now. Yeah. And that's cool. At least for the I, next I like like five years. Yeah. Well, because it makes Darkseid feel like a force of nature. And that makes him feel special to me. You know, he is uh, that's, the that's ultimate why I really, big dad. I, why I really like this moment, because it, it doesn't undercut it. It's it's not no. played as a, as a comedy moment, although it is darkly funny, right? The Darkseid yeah. was. It's, it's funny because of what it is. But in context, it's, no, no, no. Darkseid is, you know, it's such a big deal that changing that to the past tense is huge. Yeah. Yeah. And this is all his fault. Like, he's destroyed... Yeah, it's, it's one of those now. things that, like, by getting what he wanted, he, he mm-hmm. ruined himself. Do you, <laughs> do you know what I want now? I want a story where Darkseid gives up being Darkseid, and I want it to be called Darkseid is no more. And I want, I want his, like, helmet thing in, in the trash can behind him as he walks down the alley. <laughs> I, I would not be mad at that. That, would, that's, that's that, a is fun... a, that is a solid variant cover, ready <laughs> yeah. to be made. <laughs> yeah. That's not, I mean... But no, like, just that entire thing. And again, I don't like these kind of books, but I'm here for this one. Like this, not just because Tom Taylor, but like this story, it really resonated because it plays with all those emotions. And you're worried about all these characters because, you know, you think Superman's safe, right? And, and John's safe because they're Kryptonian. But if it plays off of a mental state, then... Well, they're I mean, still well, vulnerable. If Darkseid's vulnerable to it, then <laughs> right, that's what I mean. But normally, in in another you know zombie dead rise sure, thing, you think yeah. oh they're they're fine, but it, it's you know that was always my big problem with the Marvel zombies book with like the super powerful heroes like Thor and Hulk and how would a zombie virus affect them, being who they are. Yeah, this is the uh, anti-life equation. So that's everyone's yeah, fair game in this. Exactly, and and that gives it greater stakes, like Batman. Like, as prepared as Batman is, he wasn't prepared for any of this, you know? And it it, it creates drama from it. And really enjoyed every page of this book. Mm. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's, uh... it's real solid. Um, I, I like the art a lot. I think the, you know, this has got, you know, two pairs, uh, you know, two teams on it. Mm-hmm. Um, but given that the, the other section is on Apocalypse... It feels completely justified to switch and feel yeah. completely different. Oh, man. And they made Desaad look so ghastly. Like, <laughs> usually he's just some old creeper dude, right? With a hood and a robe. Yeah, like, but he... with all the, those teeth. 
Yeah. I, th- I think what's impressive to me about this issue in this book, and I guess this is part of Tom Taylor's magic, because people have been you know praising Injustice for a long time, which I've not read, but people praise that yeah. book, is that, that the premise of this book could come off as some throwaway Elseworld where it's like, yeah, it doesn't really matter, whatever. Uh, but this was exciting to read. The characters were funny. It, it feels like someone's like, hey, I want to make a dumb B movie, and the, the concept yeah. is, is that the analytic equation is actually just a zombie virus, <laughs> and right. we're going to we're going to have yeah. fun with it. And it, it, it feels like it knows exactly what it is the entire time. It never feels like it's it's trying to be cool, and oh. I appreciate that. Yeah. So. Uh, I think I think what I appreciate as well is like, given that it's an Elseworlds, it could be just throwaway, but it still feels like it matters. Right, in, yeah. into its own story, it's it's established enough that no, 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 this this is serious. It matters in this case, even if it is yeah. kind of a B movie, like you say. Yeah, no, it is. I I think dark. I think cyborg cracking jokes as dark side walks in the room kind of solidifies yeah. it as no, this is fun B movie levels. We're not taking this too seriously, yeah. but uh, we're doing this dark stuff. We're, we're you know everyone's fair game, and then we'll we'll see who's dead by issue two. That's it. It's like, and, and it's not like you're you're mad at oh, you know, if if Batman's dead here, it's like, oh, no, yeah, okay, it's fine. fine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We're, we're doing something unique. It, it wouldn't surprise me if that by the end of the story we reverse it all and everyone's back to normal. It wouldn't shock me if we do that. Oh, see, no, I I feel like it's going to create its, uh, another alternate Earth. You know, yeah, I, I feel this like is this is playground. one where only a handful survive, and and yeah. maybe we revisit down the line. Yeah, yeah maybe. It wouldn't yeah. shock me though if they somehow fix everything. Uh, if, if we get some sort of wacky. Oh man! Like, what if this is what if this is the origin of the Commandy story? <laughs> like, this is the end of the world, and I mean, it involves Darkseid and the New Gods, and so if you know Commandy, it it plays into it. What, what if the what, if the, what if the end game? It what, what if? Well, I won't say what I won't say what that means. Yeah, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. It's too early for spoilers, <laughs> but. Yeah. Yeah, although that said, uh, the Russos are c- considering Monday the official yeah. ban lift. I, th- I think that's too soon. I, th- I, I yeah. honestly do. I-, oh, I-, I do as well, but they're going, hey, two weekends. If you haven't seen it by then, well, tough shit. I'm, I'm starting to see memes now. That, that's not, they're not crucial moments, but they're, they're stuff I didn't know about going in. Like I posted one earlier today um, that involves Hulk. So, and, and people seem to be enjoying that. So, but I, I would stay away from storyline. Spoilers yeah. just to give people a chance. My fa- my favorite me bit of any game, and this is not a spoiler thing, yeah. is just everything that puts a certain rodent uh, yes. as the main hero of the movie. Uh, I've enjoyed every single one of those, and I will continue to do so. <laughs> the real hero, oh. the real hero of any game. <laughs> um, all right, and Connor's not seen it yet, so I'm amused that he's just thinking, "What yeah. the hell am I talking about?" Um, I, I mean, I can figure it out based on characters. No, you, no you can't. No, you can't. It's, no, you can't. Okay. You, you think I'm talking about Rocket Raccoon? I'm not. Yeah. Given everything you just said, Rocket having an ego and thinking he's nope. the hero would not have been out of place. Mm-hmm. But nope. okay. Yeah. Fine. But no, you, you have to see it, Connor. Uh, yeah. I'm telling you. Ask, ask me in six months, and and, no. and, and tell, hey, tell if, me that joke again in six months. If you what if you wanted to be Avatar, you could be the deciding ticket. <laughs> I don't care if it be Avatar or not. <laughs> you have to see the Star Wars trailer on the big screen, though. So yeah. it's attached. I'll, I'll see it somewhere. Ah, oh, damn it! <laughs> that would work. Anyways, what 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 are we rating Deceased? Uh, this was good. That's good, Matt. What are you rating it? I'm giving it an eight point five. There's still room to grow. I really enjoyed it. Normally, I'd give it like a nine, 
but I'm gonna we we could grow into that. Restraint? Oh my! I know. Uh, I, I, I really like how Matt tried to start that with. What are we rating it? Hoping that like Pete would go. Well, yeah, I'm gonna give it this. Mm-hmm. And that Pete no. immediately turned around. And goes, so Matt, what are you giving it? Yeah, I know. I I, I whatever. If he if he thinks I'm uh, not hitting that ball, if we're going with a tennis as a metaphor, tennis as a metaphor here, then no. I'm gonna start serving at 90 miles an hour, making <laughs> him run for him. <laughs> nah, if he maybe maybe like a you know a curveball might get me, but I, I I don't think a direct serve, no matter how quick it is, yeah. you're not sniping it. It's not happening. All right, challenge accepted. Yeah, uh, Carl, what you what you give it? Up? Carl's the ball ball boy, obviously at the side. Yes. Uh, uh I, I think you'll fight. Umpire, referee, what does tennis have? <laughs> umpire, I'm sure. Umpire in tennis. Who, who did McEnroe used to go and assault? Like that guy. <laughs> yeah, the umpire. <laughs> is, is, it, is it umpire? I think it's umpire. Yeah, I'll call it umpire. Yeah. See, Matt mentioned cricket at the start, and of, crickets have an umpire, and now I'm going, yeah. am I only thinking umpire because of that? I mean, baseball no, has an umpire. The umpire on, on the officials, um, umpire is the defensive official. They, they are the ones that look over the... The defense aspects. But so... no, Carlos the ball boy. That, that's just that's 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 the rule. It's too late. I've established myself as an umpire. No, uh, no, you, but you, it's an you, 8.5. No, no, you you handle main and Matt's balls when they need to be handled. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I'm signing on to this. Uh, so you give it a seven, did you? Um, no. No, that's what I heard. <laughs> <laughs> give it an eight point five. I don't know where you got seven from. You just made that up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I will give it an eight point five. Also, we oh, we get a proper hat trick. The other thing is out of Batman issue seventy. Tom King writing, Mikel Janin and Jorge Fornes on the art, and he's finally woken up. Yep. We yeah. have plot again. We actually had an advancement in plot because Batman woke up. <laughs> and we've also had a new thing that I will probably grow to detest. Oh. And that's because that is because Bane. <laughs> <laughs> because Bane and because Batman are going to go head to head and we're going to see. Yep. So this is basically Batman leaving Arkham Asylum and just punching the shit of every villain he meets. I, I, I met- love it. I did laugh a lot. Riddler's trying to give him a riddle, and Batman just yep. grabs his head and rams it into his knee. <laughs> and then gives him the answer to the riddle. Yeah. He's like, I'm not, I don't have time for this shit. Get him away. Yep. <laughs> yep. Oh, dear. And he's, he's, he's going through Arkham, just punching the shit out of people. Um, and basically, you know, he ends with, like, okay, I'm not going to get Ben today, but you let Ben know that I'm coming back. I'm coming back tomorrow with my army. So I don't know if that means we're getting the Bat family next issue, yep. uh, rallying up. But he's, I'm coming back, and we're going to talk to Ben. <laughs> like we're doing this. So, as as much as I loved the Riddler moment, I think the Mister Freeze moment is my favorite in here. Oh yeah, but he's like, um, so as a man of yeah. science, how many times have you shot that yep. freeze gun at me? And how many times have I gotten around it? Wouldn't this right. just be quicker scientifically to just? Well, yeah, and then with the the state that he left Freeze in the last time, mm-hmm. right, with the court thing, it shows that that Freeze is double. You know, he's thinking twice. Before pulling that trigger, and then he still gets punched out through the helmet. Like... Yeah, and what I kind of like about this is that as much as bad, Batman is is very badass in this issue, and that he's handling mm-hmm. all these villains, he's angry. He's you know, and you can you can you can debate that he's you know he's been lying there sleeping for however yeah. long. How, how I mean, admittedly, maybe this has just been one night's worth of dreams that he's just going yep. through quickly. I mean, I have no idea. 
I mean, yeah. I, I think to us it feels like he's been asleep for like two weeks, but I mean, <laughs> who knows? Well, yeah, but you, they, they say you have like eight to nine dreams a night. You just don't remember all of them. Oh, sure. You know? So, yeah. But um, we, we had some good two-faced moments mm-hmm. uh, here, too. Where it's like, I wasn't talking to you. Did Connor even read this because he's been oddly quiet? I did. I, I did. I'm just, um, I'm not positive about it. So I just didn't want to ruin what you had going. I mean, I, I, I'm not in love with it, but I, I, I enjoyed it. Like, this is definitely the worst I've enjoyed it, a Batman issue in a while. I <laughs> definitely have some forward momentum going. Yes. Now. I I personally found that I think Nightmares has kind of killed the book for me right now because this felt like a chore. Even though it's, I, I, I know this, okay, we're out in the real world now and this is actually happening. It still felt like a chore to read. Like it, it just went, yeah, okay, this is this is happening. Yeah, I, guess, I agree so. with that. Um, no, I know, I know, I know, and and that's yeah. what I'm saying. This isn't like an objective thing where I'm going, oh, this is really bad. This is just how I felt reading it. I mean, um, I'll, I'll maintain what I said last t- last issue is that I would have cut all of those six or seven nightmare issues into like maybe one or two issues and just have yeah. them sort of cut through them in a sort of montage as opposed to. That said, I did like how we got a on the first page. It kind of goes through them all and what mm. Batman thought. And so I think that helps uh, in retrospect. But yeah, it's still way too long. Yeah. Because when you think back, like, oh yeah, we had that that kid Bruce Wayne character one at the beginning. Yeah. And uh, as much as like Batman is very badass in this, I like that there's just that one scene in the middle where Bane's talking to, to Ventriloquist. Yep. And he's like, no, Batman's doing exactly what I want. He's my puppet. Is this what it feels like, Ventriloquist? Yeah. You know, I kind of like that. And then um, he, he turns the tables on Scarecrow, which was pretty fun. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I like the way that that's paneled out. It's very storyboard. Yeah, that may be my favorite page, actually, is uh, Scarecrow yeah. like, lunging at him from above. I really like that, mm-hmm. that panel. Um, Yeah, I like, no, I like this issue quite a bit, and I think I like it because typically when the story's moving forward, I like what King does. Um, yeah. Where he's faltered is where he grinds to a halt because he wants to do like a weird you know, exploration yeah. of Batman's psyche. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I I have often had problems with the dialogue uh, with King, mm-hmm. and I felt like, hey, like you guys. I'm I'm mildly surprised actually that you guys were so into the the freeze thing, because yeah. for me that that was really corny and just I kind of no, hated it. No, I I just like it because of what we've seen with that whole no, no, no. The, freeze being terrified art. and his reaction. Right. I like that. But Batman's whole thing is, oh, how many times do I fight? You know, fight that going? Can't we just yeah. go through all? You know, that I, I don't know. Didn't work. Well, for me I like all. it because this is Batman's had enough. Like this was him coming well, before he got locked in. Here's the thing: if I really believed he'd had enough, he wouldn't be doing any of this. He'd have just punched him. He wouldn't have given that speech. He'd have no, just. So he'd he'd have just I don't know them. because he's giving Freeze a chance to not. You know what I mean? Yeah, well, he, he, he's having a choice. But here's the here's the thing, Connor. The, 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 the reason why he's, he's doing this, the reason every single thing he does with each of these villains and each of these scenes, the whole point of this is it's, it's Batman saying that this is not the first time any of us have danced, right? He's fought Riddler before, he's fought, he's fought Freeze before, he's fought Two-Face before, whoever. And every single one of them is him basically taking this, this shortcut and appealing to them in different ways. Yeah. Riddler is just shut him up because he's never going to, right? We'll be here all day. You know, Two-Face has appealed to Harvey, but not, you know, not obviously Two-Face, yeah, two-face. right? Um, yeah. and Freeze is like he's appealing to him to a scientist it's kind of this idea it's kind of Batman's mentality as he's going through all these villains it's like this is why he's going through them so quickly because I mean, you could read this issue and say he's being too like overpowered because he's going through them all like, no, no. like okay. they're nothing here's, here's my problem with the Freeze one based on what you just said there though I agree that's the point but he doesn't give Freeze that chance he, he says these things but 
He doesn't actually give Freeze a chance to stop. He doesn't wait for Freeze to react. He just keeps walking and just punches him. Oh, no, I disagree. I think you've misread this. Mm-hmm. What Batman's saying is, wouldn't it be easier for me to just walk up and punch you and it'd be over? He's always going to punch him. He's not giving him a chance to not get hit. He's giving him a chance to just make it quicker and just give in and be punched. Yeah, but then he doesn't need to give the speech is what I'm saying there. He can just walk in and punch him. The speech feels corny to me. But then he's That's not what a... I didn't like about it. Yeah, but then he's not making a point. He's not... Freeze isn't like learning anything or whatever. <sighs> yeah, but I, just, I, I, I didn't feel like it was making up enough of a point anyway to, to yeah. justify it. Well, so. I mean, whatever. And, uh, obviously, Scarecrow's bit. It's like, no, Scarecrow... Like, Batman's dealt with his gas before. He's made himself immune yeah. to a lot of it. He's built up a tolerance... And it ends with him like being behind him, and you know, I, I actually love the panel because it's like it's, he's behind Scarecrow. And he's like, you know, he's basically saying boo, <laughs> right? It doesn't actually, mm-hmm. but that's basically what the moment is. And then you just get that exterior panel of like the lightning yeah. striking with the scream, and it's it's very horror movie. It, that is very kind of corny and pulpy. Um, I, I think there's there's kind of an element to that. I loved it throughout this. No, oh, yeah, I like that scene a lot as well. Um, um, have you ever seen this amygdala character before? Uh, Amygdala? Uh, I've, uh, yeah, I've, I've seen him pop up, but I, I couldn't tell you much about him. Yeah. So I'm going to look him up real quick, because well, i, I got to see what his thing is. Yeah. Of course but they, they paired him with Grundy, and, I mean, for him to take these two out, I'm just like, okay, whatever. But I like how it looks. Like, the entire room is now thrashed. Yeah, it looks like he just hit them with explosives from his belt or something. Yeah. Yeah. Um... No, I, I dug this issue. I, I easily, I was into this issue, and I've not, you know, I've not really enjoyed the nightmare stuff that much. There was positive elements to some of them, and obviously we, we look for positives as we we're going. Oh. But I was definitely He's, more into so, this issue, but quite a bit. Yeah. Oh wow. So the first time Amygdala comes up was in um, during Nightfall. So that that's that's actually pretty cool. Yeah. But he has a reduced mental capacity, near superior strength and endurance, but he's prone to outbursts of violence due to medical experimentation on his brain. Chiefly, the removal is of, of his amygdala. So, um, yeah. yeah I guess it's pretty cool that he shows up in this. And, yeah, yeah. say nothing else about it, but he's really building up Bane v's Batman. Like, they're really building up yeah. to this fight. Yeah. And what Bane's doing to him. And that, that, that was always Bane's thing. If you go back to Nightfall, it was always, no, I'm breaking him, you know, mentally before I fight him. This right, is, yeah. like, that turned up to, like, 50 million. Mm-hmm. So, um... Yeah, so no, I'm I was more into this issue, so I'm happy to see. Uh, what do we think of the art? That's good. Yeah, I, I, I like it all. I think the the changes were a little bit jarring between them at points. Even though I like both of the artists a mm-hmm. lot, um, like, like I did feel the change between them uh, every yeah. time it cut back and forth. I think one thing that helps it is that it's making a distinct choice to be as different as possible because like the colouring, like you know, freezy stuff yeah. is all bathed in red, scarecrows is all bathed in yellow, yellow, so on. Yeah. So they all feel so different that it doesn't feel just like because if it was meant to be like the same colour palette and it, it would think, feel more jarring. I think. I think one of the most jarring changes is from Grundy into Two Face because they're they're both kind of in the the the, mm. the pale browns uh, kind of colours and it uh, you know it, it switches and it feels jarring there that's fair that's fair uh so uh, what were we rating batman matt i'm gonna give it an eight this is uh one of the best one of the better issues since the you know, nightmares so since nightmares it's been the only issue since yeah. nightmares well i mean <laughs> since nightmare started i should say okay i'm excited to read batman again 
I, w- I, w- I would say it's probably one of the better issues since the wedding, or the lack thereof. <laughs> well, no, because I, since the lack of the wedding, we had the, the free stuff, and I still put the free stuff above that. So would I, but like, I'm saying it's yeah. one of the best since, so you get cold days and you've, you've got this. Yeah, all right. Carl, um, what do you give it? I uh, give it a 4.5. <laughs> uh, I'm going to give it a straight eight as well. Uh, I I I was really into this issue, so and I'm happy because you know, for, for for like two months there, I was like, oh, Batman's out this week. Oh, yeah, and that's why I'm frustrated because I wanted to be feeling like you guys are like come back into it, going, oh yeah, this is it, and and I haven't. But, but and, uh... ginger going to ginger. Well, suppose. <laughs> Well, that'll take us on then to Justice League 23, Scott Snyder, writing with Jorge Jimenez on the art. And this is, uh, I guess, where we get to flip things. And Carr can be positive, and I can be a little bit negative. Well, one of us has to be. <laughs> Actually, no, I mean, the stuff in here, I like I like the core mechanic of, like, the Justice League are in the cells, and this yep. little Martian kid, like, breaks them out, but it also breaks out all the other villains. So they have mm-hmm. to kind of run. They don't have their powers because they've got the, the dampeners on. So Yeah, the, the, the handcuffs, so they're running with the hands behind yep. the back. There's, there's the, the joke that Flash is actually in last place, and he's like, hey, hold up, guys. Like, that's kind of yeah. funny. Like, yeah, okay, yeah. I'll do that. And yeah. they get saved at the end by the Legion of Doom in this future, who are all either good guys or whatever and this is you know cheetah with the eye patch and dark side's the pilot and i'm like okay this is kind of fun in a, a funky kind of way um help me out here though so when they're in the cell they're talking about like uh making a choice right because i think because mm-hmm. correct me if i'm wrong last issue was the legion of doom issue with perpetua and yeah world forger yeah. and all that right yeah. and i like that issue yep secret history. really you like that issue yeah yeah I'm su- I'm genuinely surprised, people. Yeah, I, that it was, was the, the first crisis. Well, maybe, maybe if you showed up uh, once that in a while. That was the one I was ill. <laughs> God damn it! If you showed um, up I, I, once I, in a while, you made the things. issue. But yeah, the issue before that yeah. was they have to basically become the Justice Lords and and to enforce justice, mm-hmm. they have to stamp out Doom, and this is the choice they're going to have to make, and. Yeah. We learn here it's kind of a false choice. Yeah, because basically, as we're talking about, like, should should they go along with the choice in the cell? I, I couldn't remember exactly what the choice was. Yeah. Like, it, it was the choice to basically lock up everyone. Everybody. Okay, right. Like, that makes know, sense. 50% of the of the population. And, and as I say, that's not justice. Yeah. No, of course yeah. it's not. But that's kind of the point, right? Right. Well, no, it says in there is that's not justice. So you're making them have a false choice, and it yeah. seems this is the world forger trying to again whoever the cosmic judges are coming and whoever they are there's a scene in this that i'm sure matt loves where superman's like you know screw Mm -hmm. this i'm flying off this damn planet Mm -hmm. and you know he he goes to a happy memory on the farm with john and he's trying to teach john how to um it's the marshmallow right yeah well he's he's trying to start a fire yeah Uh, yeah he's trying to start the fire the old way um and stuff so he's going to that and he's going to do it and we get this awesome up, up, and away. Yeah, and it's this two-page um, spread of him flying away, and the, the planet shatters behind him. It's this great shot. Yeah. Um, I did laugh at the end, though, because basically... And I'm sure Batman's got something up his sleeve here. He's not yeah. just going along with this. But we're all for it, because Batman stayed... Because I actually laughed out loud when... Um, like when they get locked in the cell and flash like well you know what we've got a batman so we're not going to be in here for very long and he's like hey guys where's batman <laughs> and batman's still with a uh, world forger and world forger's trying to get him to go along with his plan and he's like hey here's the like the the basically the control Ooh. of the the universe that superman's in you can take it's... away the suns yeah the suns yeah. are close enough that it keeps him alive 
but enough, far enough away that he, sh- he shouldn't be able to break out. Yeah, you know, right. it just keeps him weak enough. And although he acknowledges that you know this is the prime Superman, and and maybe, yeah, you know, maybe he can. Every other Superman has failed. Yeah, but this yeah. this one's special. So, and then it, it's um, also, if I understand it right, Batman's gonna have to sacrifice himself because the way that this World Forger thing works is they're gonna bring this new reality in, lay it over, and everybody that's around in the current one mm-hmm. that Mixie and Batmite are destroying will be overlaid and just accept yeah. that new fate. Like, I, that's I, who la- they become. I laughed at the yeah. end though because Batman basically, you know, moves some yeah. sons away and Superman's left yeah. like dying and I'm like, Matt's yeah. gonna hate this because Batman just killed Superman. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, that's what we think, but I yeah. also Batman again, stupidly he always has a plan. He does, right? I'm sure he Can't does. Batman. Yeah, there's and... there's no way Batman's just gonna like well this this it, doesn't have to be Batman. Anyone who just went along right. with us and went, yeah, all right, we'd be going. No, they got something up the sleeve, surely. Right. Yeah. But I also, with what the World Forger tells him, there's a reason why you two have the the fifth dimensional imps assigned to you. You know, it, it yeah. always comes down to you two, um, and I like that because they're the two sides of the coin here. Yeah. You know, from, from back in the creation. Sorry, Kate, man. Yeah. So. Oh yeah, what do they say? Uh, where's that at? Uh, I'm looking. Radio, good for radio. Is looking through pages. Oh, sorry. Information. Yeah, we, I don't know which bit he's looking for to try and jump in and help. <laughs> no, yeah, no, it's the the. When he tells them about the imps, there's a thing that I wanted to. Joe, it's funny. Just, just to you know. like, I actually kind of enjoyed almost all of this issue. Um, any problems I have just kind of stem from like the ongoing kind of lingering problems that I already felt, yeah. uh, and also just the fact that I couldn't remember parts of like the the plot of the last issue, yeah. which wasn't the last issue; it was two issues ago now because the last one was a dim one. Yeah, but no, I liked all that the uh, first crisis set up in the, the little like, oh, this is why the animators pissed. Uh, I I just assumed that it would have been a bit too big multiverse exposition it was a bit exposition don't get me wrong but it got interesting it got interesting in what it was tying into no, so, no I'm, I'm glad you enjoyed it don't be wrong because I, I i really enjoyed it i, I only actually read it the other day because um i was ill that week and didn't read any of my books uh yes but... he was ill <laughs> you know i was ill god damn it <laughs> i mean he faked a, like a, a bad voice in a couple of videos to try and prove that he was ill yeah. if so, i could fake so I voice, found that shit <laughs> oh man i'd be so, using all the time to get out of stuff so yeah so basically what the world forger says is uh in most universes at the end it comes down to a battle between you and him will to win versus faith and a happy ending and that's why both of you have fifth dimensional imps assigned to you so i like that i like that no matter what happens, it always comes down to Superman and Batman. Yeah, and, and, uh, and I'm sure uh, I'm sure Batman's got a plan here. Where ultimately he's yeah. just going to say because he's going to be like, yeah, it always comes down to me versus him. Well, we are different because we are not going to be versus each other. We're going to be united, you know. Right. Yeah. So unlike certain, yeah. I don't know, Zack Snyder. Uh, it it almost feels like going, hey, you know that Batman versus Superman movie? That was one of them <laughs> shitty pairs that weren't good enough. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I, and again, it always goes back to this. What I try to tell people who like that movie, and I go, it, it's never earned because the reason why it's so effective in The Dark Knight Returns is because of their previous relationship. Yeah. And in Batman versus Superman, they don't have a previous relationship. No. You know? Is, is, is anyone else a little bit annoyed that Barbados didn't, you know, devour? That, that that world and we had to actually <laughs> suffer through it 
It's the darkest world. That's why it turned it it turned the Barbados's stomach. <laughs> threw it back up. Yeah. yeah. I just imagine a scene where like Ben Affleck Batman goes to like he's he's getting some dog he's going to a kennel, right? He wants some dogs. Mm-hmm. He's going he's going to do some uh prize winning dogs. He's getting into that. He's this a new hobby. Basically the, the Batman business is getting quieter, so he's going, so he's walking in and he's going up to the dog and said, Do you breed? You will. Oh god. That was a long way to go. That was so <laughs> convoluted just for that. <laughs> Well, is that oh, going to be man. that, or is it going to be some sort of pickup line? But the pickup line wasn't as funny. I thought that nah, it's funnier if he's just breeding dogs. Like he's actually just getting yeah. to breeding dogs. But yeah, though you know, <laughs> clearly thanks to the year of the villain special, we know they get out of this somehow. Oh yeah, of course. You know? Yeah, so, I mean, I mean, I mean, let's be honest. We, we would have assumed so anyway. Oh, yeah. But, like... yeah. We, I mean, barring the 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 last story, which I assume is also set after, because um, obviously in that first story where it says it. Yeah, we don't see much of the Justice League. Yeah, right? but it, it, it says in an editor's note, this is after the Justice League return from yeah. the sixth dimension. It, it does, but does that mean they all return? I mean, I'm assuming mm. they do, because, you know, yeah. that's how this works. Because then you go to the, the, the third story, and they're, and they're all, all there, there yeah. in the boarding in the boardroom. Okay, yeah. I'm going to rewrite that Batman v Superman scene, but I think this is, this is better, oh, right? For God's sake. So, he says, he says, do you bleed? I want a version of that where Superman just leans in and says, I ain't got time to bleed. It's better. Okay. T- tie him with Predator. And then he flicks him into the sun, and the movie's <laughs> over. That's fine. I'll take Doing it. us all a mercy. If anything, I want Jesse yeah. the Boy Ventura to actually play the role, though. <laughs> <laughs> the Superman yell he's a, a sexual Tyrannosaurus? Yes. <laughs> yeah, but it's, it's, it's a sexual super Tyrannosaurus. No, I don't know. I don't know what I'm going with this. Look. Justice League was fairly entertaining. All right, that's that's the show. So, so Connor, what are you rating it? Uh, I'm giving it a solid eight. Um, oh well. Yeah, I'm 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 digging it. I'm I'm really feeling the art as well right now. Um, you know, Eminem's is a it's, it's, it's been solid. Hmm. Matt, what are you rating that? Yeah, seven point five. It's I, fine. Yeah, I'm going to concur with the seven point five. I think it was it's probably the best issues of this this arc. Um. Uh, you know, obviously the build up to get here, I still, I don't, I still don't feel that the emotional weight in it. But um, this one was a bit more fun, just with the the, the shenanigans that are thrown at us, and there's not some great pages, but particularly Superman flying off that planet and it shatters, really yeah. good. Uh, so, yeah, and that'll take us on to Young Justice issue five. Brian Michael Bendis writing with Doc Shiner and John Timms on the art. This is obviously we've got fighting with uh, the you know Lord Opal's forces and the young Justice. Yeah, Earl. Dark Opal. Yeah, and uh, you know there's, there's some good banter as you expect, and like you know I think Con- Tim or Connor yells out like, "Oh, Jenny Hex is my new favorite because what she does with the truck." And then Cassie's yep. like, "Wait, was I your favorite before?" It's like you were top ten. It's like, "Oh, that's sweet." <laughs> yeah, it was. It was Connor. Was it Connor? Yeah. It um, was Connor. Yeah, but most of this issue and probably probably the more interesting part here. Is the flashback, and it's it's a mm-hmm. uh, Tim's flashback where he's with Stephanie and they're outside the Hall of Justice. This was after they left in the car from the Detective Comics run, and I mean it's, it's a fair bit after because it's like two days before oh. the events of this book. But they're there because you know Tim's having these weird feelings that some something in his mind's been affected that he's changed. Yep. He's, he's got this memories of this past life that have seeped through, and they go to Zatanna, and Zatanna does a bit of a magic mind probe. And he yep. he basically gets his memories back of Young Justice and Connor and Impulse and everyone and 
and he's excited to say that Stephanie was there too, and she's not just a part of this mm-hmm. timeline. That, right. that you know, she she has something to him in both. So, so it, it's not just Young Justice. It is every it it's the '90s Young Justice yeah. here, down to Little Lobo when they de-aged Lobo and he mm-hmm. was on the team, to Arrowette and the Secret. Yeah, it was, it was a two-page spread of like just the '90s. Yeah, yeah, with. Snapper Carr, uh, snapping his fingers. Um, the Ray's there. Like, I got to that page and I was like, oh, okay, this is what we're doing. Like, and after Rebirth, where it seemed like they were trying to get away from certain things, and even the New 52, where this never happened, just the fact that we got to see Secret in 2019, mm-hmm. like, holy crap. Um, but yeah, but I also like that it's Zatanna, like, like Tim, Tim knew to go see Zatanna because oh, sure, she's the yeah. one that could to do all this. So I like that there. And there's a little, um, little bit of a, you know, synergy here where she mentions Wonder Twins. Like I'd invite you and say, yep. but the Wonder Twins did a, you know what? I won't even go tell you, but just yep. <laughs> you're better off out here. Um, yep. so I, no, I, I like it. Obviously, you know, one of my complaints is that Stephanie, since Rebirth has just been Tim's girlfriend and not had much of yep. her own. So obviously, I'm hoping there's some sort of plan for her and all mm-hmm. this. Uh, they've, they've, they've given her an excuse to go away separate just now, yep. but I, I I think it is just an excuse to not well, be with Tim. And and her dad's the clue master, right? That's why she's spoiler. Yeah, from what I call, yeah. Because okay, so they kept calling him Master Thief, and I was like, wait, is this is this a thing now? Or are they just using that as a title? Like I, I don't think they're saying you know? he's the master if he's just a master. Right. Thief. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So um, yeah, that's what I thought. He was clue master or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Something like check that. this. Um, yeah. That's the first stuff though. Even even in the 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 Opal stuff when they're fighting him, uh, where Opal's yep. basically making this villain speech. Uh, he's got kryptonite and it's hurting Connor. And Impulse yep. just grabs it and bolts. And it's this great moment where he runs back before he even finishes sentence. Ugh. He's like, Did I miss it, guys? He's like, Nope. And then they all nope. like fight him together. And it's a it's a crowd pleasing moment. This is like he he thinks he's got them all trapped, he thinks he's neutralized yep. Connor Kent, and Impulse is like, No, I'll just grab it and run it away. Well and, and you find <laughs> out that it's Dark Opal's power that's tearing Jim World apart. It has nothing to do with the crises. Oh yeah, yeah. It's it's that he is overmining the world basically. And oh yeah. Yeah, uh, but the where he goes, uh, don't worry, uh, or it says, wait, don't answer the question until I get back, and then you follow his trail with the word balloon trail. I yep. thought that was it's a fantastic. That page. was pretty fun. I love that. Yeah, uh, and then the, the book ends with just uh, Tim and Steph promising to meet back in a couple of days. Yep. Uh, Tim might have missed that meeting date because of what they're doing, but <laughs> we'll see. Yep. Um, but no, this was this is probably the best issue of the book so far. Yeah, it's really good. It, but, uh, and, you know, and I don't uh, want to say it's just based off of nostalgia, but part of it is nostalgia. Like, and, and that part, page. I mean, part of it is, but part of it, I'm, I'm, like, the fact that, that, that Tim just flat out knows his history now, he knows these characters, you know, it, it doesn't necessarily explain, uh, you know, we, we still have answers for Connor to get about why he's around and what, what his current predicament, we know some of it. Uh, we still have to get some for, for, for Impulse, but, like... We're, we're putting the pieces in place. Like we, we now know that Tim remembers them all. Like he, he's aware of this yep. this team. So that's pretty yep. cool. Um, and then the and action's like, good. I like when he comes out when he comes out from the vision from Zatanna. He's like, Connor Kent's my best friend. And and uh, spoilers like, wait, wait, who? Did you say <laughs> Kent? 
Like, I just, I love that whole idea. Yeah. I should call Superman. You know? Oh, he must be off-world. Yeah. He's not, not picking up. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, so, oh, man, really good. That was really good. And the art's really great. Uh, obviously, there was no Gleason on this issue, but I didn't no. necessarily feel the absence too much. Oh, it, he, he has that first page, doesn't he? That's kind of like a pin-up, almost, almost like a roll call. Uh, yeah, that may be him, yeah. Maybe the, the roll call I page may be him. that's him. But, and that's really cool, too, because you get a look at all of them. Um, from from amethyst to it is kind of a recap page actually. The text is basically yeah, that's what like... I meant. Not a roll call, a recap page yeah. is what I meant to say. But yeah, you have amethyst and and Tim and Jenny Hex and like oh man, yeah, I'm very excited with this book. Yeah, this book's been great, and uh, I I think this first arc, if anything, suffers a little bit because it has to kind of do all this explanation of you know why it can exist. Yeah. Uh, but it's it's had some great crowd pleasing moments uh, throughout it and. This impulse one with the kryptonite is one of my favorite moments of the, the book so far. Yeah. So, and it's so spot on to Bart too. Oh yeah, he he never shuts up. That's his superpower. It's so weird that the Wally's getting just like, no, you know, just torn apart in the ass in another book right now, I'm, and then I'm coming to terms with like, if I have Bart, I can't have Wally, and if I have Wally, I can't have Bart. Like it sucks, but I just, hey, I do, feel do you know like... what, do you know what was happening in the nineties when we had both? Barry wasn't right. around. That's that's what the difference no. was. We can't have all three. No. We're allowed to have two of them. Yeah, we're not allowed right. all three. Oh, and that sucks. But like, uh Molly's my Flash, but you know Bart's my kid Flash. <laughs> like it's it, uh, it hurts. Ah, oh, it hurts. Yep. Yeah. Uh, where are you giving it, Matt? Oh, this is nine point five. Oh. Yeah, buddy. Yeah, I'm giving it a nine. I loved it. Yeah. I loved it. Yep. Um, I don't know if you don't like Ben. Everything Ben has touched in DC, though, so far has been pretty much gold for me. So I can't really. Complain. That's what I've been telling people. I we have we had a, a um uh what's that called like a health department guy come through, and I left this issue on my desk, mm. and he goes, "Oh, you like comics?" And I was like, "Yeah." He goes, "Well, what one's that?" And I tell him, he goes, "Oh, Young Justice, like the '90s," and I was like, "Yeah." Uh, did you read? He goes, "Well, no." Who's writing it? And I said, Bendis. He goes, oh, I, I know Bendis from way back in the day from Cleveland. Like, I bought his first comic book from him in a comic shop. Hmm. And, yeah. So then I ended up distracting him long enough that he gave us a good report because he ran out of time. <laughs> so it's comics. Comics saved the day. But, like, yeah. Uh, it, it's crazy that Bendis is is doing all of this. And... Hey, you, you give Tom Taylor a couple of ongoing books. You know, I've got yeah. Taylor and Bendis doing a lot of DC. Yeah. I'll be more than happy. Uh, Taylor Bendis and and Williamson right now like those are my three those are what I get excited to read Mm. Mm. Uh, so there you go Uh, which will take Connor on so me and Matt talk for a bit Connor can talk on his own for uh, a little while because he's going to talk about the Green Lantern issue 7 Grant Morrison and Liam Sharp uh, on the book of course so uh, yeah there you go yeah so this is the issue that takes place inside the power ring um, at the end of the last issue, Hal had to stop that big uh, bomb going off, um, and they they pumped through all the power of the the battery through his ring um, to to try and stop it. And it seems like his ring miniaturized him in a, in an effort to save him, uh, miniaturized him, placed him inside it. Uh, now this this plays off uh, Mirwoden who was trapped in the ring in the past. Uh, he's a you know a, an old wizard enemy uh, of, of Hal's, and he has been miniaturized and trapped in the ring. 
uh, and being given essentially like a, a play area in the ring called Emerald Sands. Uh, you know, it's, it's somewhere to keep him busy where he kind of is everything. Uh, but we follow for the first part of this issue uh, a woman whose name I will have to find somewhere. It began with a P. I know that. Uh, here it is, a Pengawir. Now, this is really playing up this this Celtic um, uh, kind of angle in the art, very much kind of brave and the bold stuff that that Sharp did. Because of William Sharp, right? Yeah, um, but even the the dialogue, uh, the the language, the names, it feels very Welsh uh, in that sense. Actually, um, you know the the double D in Mildon with the Ys, um, which I believe is not the traditional spelling of of this villain. You know, um, so Morrison's kind of just playing with things as as he likes to do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, before I even talk about the you know the, the the rest of the plot of this book, it's the style is it's semi prose. Uh, the first. You know, half of the hey, book. Hey, if, if, if he keeps it up, one day he can go feel professional. Uh huh. Uh huh. Very good. <laughs> that was a quality joke. You shut your mouth. <laughs> uh huh. Yeah. Um, yeah. For like the first half of the book, there are no narration boxes. That, I mean, there's no narration boxes throughout, but there's no uh, uh, speech bubbles or anything. It's all done in just uh, text written over the top of the art. Um, and it's for speech things, you know, there are, there are quotation marks and if not, uh, the narration is just done as if it was like a small paragraph in a book and it's just overlaid into the empty space, uh, the negative space of the image. And I've seen some people are not, not too keen on this. They're saying that it's harder to read, uh, without the solid background. Um, I know I personally never had a problem, um, yeah. And it really blended in so well and uh, had such a flow to it. Uh, the only thing I would say it might harm is the layouts because it often goes over the panel borders. So the layouts aren't as defined as they usually are when you have it separated into a narration box. But anyway, we're, we're following uh, Pengawir uh, through this world. And it, it's clear that you know whatever's going on, she's different. And, and she comes across Hal and... You know, they're trying to, you know, they're trying to help each other out and you know, figure out what's going on. And Hal, after a while, realizes he's inside the ring, and she says to him, "Oh no, you, you constantly be quiet. You'll wake Merwedon. You know, you can't wake him up." And Hal's like, yeah, "What? What is this? Merwedon's the name of the the person who sent me here." Um, and she's like, "Oh God, you know, if 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 he's awake, then it really is the end of the world. We have to run. We have to hide, um, because Merwedon is everything in this world." except these two beings, you know, Hal and, and Pengawir. And Hal, it, he comes to this realization as it's going on that, you know, Pengawir is, is powering. It's the, it's the AI inside the ring. Um, that, that, that's what this being is. Because um, everything is literalized in this magic world here inside the ring. Um, and it's this great journey of, like, okay, we need to figure out how to, how to get the ring home because the ring's dying essentially it's 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 running out of air of, of charge if it dies entirely you know everything in here kind of just switches off and 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 it's lost and the ring is just floating through space so it ha- you know hal has to use his ridiculous amount of willpower to try and sort it out um because of it differently he he actively chooses to wake up mirwoden you know he, he's like oh you know you keep telling me i gotta whisper but i'm not one for following rules so you know he shouts out He's like, okay, Mirwadon, you need to help us out. We need to work together on this. 
all of this you know magic that you've got that's keeping this place alive get rid of it call it all back to you let's just you know use the magic to propel the ring towards oa so that we can survive if if you don't you'll die along with us and you know, that's that's no good for anyone uh you know he kind of agrees uh, and there's this really touchy part where hal's not sure it's going to get there in time and the you know him and uh, the the ring are essentially dying and you know the the pair of them are lying there um uh, yeah, it's it's all this this gorgeous. It's all bathed in this kind of bluey green light. All issue because it's inside the ring, and it it's, it really plays excellently here. Um, but it it does make it to our and you know they they find the uh, you know they 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 find the, the the life sign inside it and you know unminiaturize him. Um, he comes out and he you know he does the he'll charge it up before the ring dies and you get this shot of. All, all life returning inside the ring, all the world, you know, all these flowers spring up and the, you know, the, the, the power ring, you know, Pengoer is alive again and it's fine. And uh, that's how the issue ends, just with the, the oath, you know, you know the, the final page is, is, is a full page of him just, you know, you know Green Lantern's light into, into, the, into the ring. Um, it's, it's fantastic. It's one of the best issues of the book. And I think it's been getting better and better as it's gone on. But this is probably sharp's finest work on it as well um it's excellent stuff uh morris is kind of playing into that mythology here which is uh, really cool um it's establishing this this world within the ring the only thing i have a gripe with from a continuity sense more than anything is um at multiple times uh the ring references how you know, you know, now it's Hal Jordan, but it used to be wielded by Abin Sur. But right. we were supposed to be on the ring that Hal forged out of his own willpower that no one else has ever worn. So I'm not sure quite what's going on there. Um, I don't know if we've just changed things or, or what. Yeah, thanks, Pete. Yeah, yeah, very good. I, I, I don't I know what totally missed it, before, but it's it's terrible. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, this is a, a fantastic issue, and you guys are missing out on this one big time. Uh, but it doesn't uh, sound like it. I actually think you'd really dig this one, Matt. It's uh, this feels up your street. It sounds it sounds the most Morrisony, you know, like um, going inside the ring. You're gonna have another wizard inside that ring, like Volthoom, yeah, yeah, but, but it's not Volthoom. Yeah, but it's not. I'm sorry, I'm getting really distracted by Pete. I know, I just saw it. Looks like he's drawing a predator. <laughs> is he calling you a predator? <laughs> it does. Um, no, because it, it's not, you know, the, the, I assume this is actually a story that's happened because I know Mirwadan's a, a, you know, a, a villain from before. I assume he got miniaturized and put inside the ring. I'm, Morrison does this, right? He pulls from continuity yeah. like that. Um, why, why, why is it like long straight hair? It's, It's kind of... He's trying to get the, the bushiness, but he can't because. All right, all right, there you go. Full perm. <laughs> so this is terrible. I'm gonna go back looking at um, Avengers toys that were spoiled. The plot that I, that I missed. This is terrible. What Pete's did. But yeah, no, um, no. This this is a great issue. It's a, uh, it's, a it's a nine. Wow. What the hell is he doing? I don't know. What the a, red bit's supposed to be? It's supposed to be blood, but I mean, it's not going very well. Wait, what? 
Oh, good lord. There can only be one. Uh, all right, let's get this on the road. I got to call like well, so you give I, it a, a nine? That shitty image now then, please. Yes, nine. Where's my where's my razor? Or just just cancel the minimize the window. I could do that. And the razor was that big? Oh pinch shit. Oh. <laughs> I'm not sitting here watching you rub it out with a tiny little square. <laughs> Here all day. Oh, for God's sake. Um, what did you give it, Carl? I give it a nine, because it's fantastic. Oh, good, good. Well, that'll take Matt on to Adventures of the Super Sons, issue 10. Uh, Peter Giotomassi and Carlos Barberi, of course, is also there on the art. Uh, so... I did not. I did not read this because I, I, I didn't want to. Pers- well, I kind of didn't want to. But yeah. it, it wasn't like... Like oh my god, Super Sons! I don't want to read that. It was just big, like every time I've read an issue of that in the last like like six months, it's always been like ah, it's a quiet week. I'll fit it in. Um, and it was a few more books this yeah. week, so I just didn't get around to it. Uh, no, that's fine. How was it? So yeah, so this one starts with uh, the narration again, where we see the two older figures telling the story to the two younger kids, and it seems like it's Damien and John later in life, but they're reading from this book. Uh, and this is where I got the marshmallow from because I forgot that which one it happened in. But uh, the kids are roasting marshmallows with heat vision, or one of them is. You assume it's the one that kind of looks like uh, a young John. Hmm. Um, but they're they're like um, older guy that looks. It's probably older Damien comes in and is like, you know, you're telling the story wrong. Do you you know do you really want to ruin the surprise? You know, just just tell him the story as it was. And he's like, well, how do you know? He's like, well, because I was there. Let me, you know, I lived it. And he, you know, proceeds to tell the rest of the story of what's happening with Rex Luthor and the hypercube and and stuff. And from the last one, which I wasn't here for, so I don't know if you reviewed it. I did, yeah. No, it was, um, the, yeah, it was like okay. the, the weird Jonah Hex the train. and the, the train. Yeah. 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 So they're, they're, they, they bring the train in. To, to Rex to stop Rex's army, and they they come through and Damien's like I'll get the cube you distract you distract Rex long enough, but as they jump from the train it leaves the Jonah Hex android with the Green Lantern who is Alex I think, and uh, Jonah Hex shoots the the young Green Lantern, and he's like yeah I'm gonna do what I go back uh, I'm gonna go back to what I do best and that's hunting bounties, so you're like oh crap. They just told him that he gets to make a choice, and his first choice is, I'm going to turn on all these guys. Uh, and it goes to John fighting Rex, and there's a Bizarro kid, or a kid Bizarro, that actually, he likes having the powers, but he doesn't know how to speak Bizarro. And he starts yelling at Rex that this is stupid. He, you know, I don't know why I have to keep doing this. Uh, so it added to some fun, but uh, it looks pretty dire until... Here comes Alex with the Jonah Hex android. And it turns out that by shooting him, it kicked the emergency protocols in to the Green Lantern ring, to the training ring. And it allowed just enough energy to kind of save the day for them. And um, it ends up foiling um, uh, Rex's plan of using the hypercube to invade Earth. Um, but... In, in all of this action and, and them fighting the army, uh, the Jonah Hex android gets uh, destroyed. And so, of course, um, 
the Super Sons feels bad about it because it's Rex that, you know, finally terminates the android. And um, turns out that the android made a call to his boss, to Tommy Tomorrow. And uh, Joker Jr. is there with the two older Super Sons that we saw from the house, that weird house issue. Um, and they're there to basically find out all what's going on, what Rex is doing, and stop him. So that there's two issues left. It's coming to its end. But all the threads are, are cinching together. Well, again, it's a lot of fun. It's nothing like, you know, if I wasn't already so deep, I would probably have stopped reading by now. Hmm. But... No, it's, 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 it's a fun, fun. book. It, just, it feels very kind of just late and inconsequential. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I like what he did with Jonah Hex with the robot. Like, you think, like, oh, they taught him about free will in this last issue, and it looks like he just went rogue to do what he needed to do, but it turns out, oh, no, it was all part of the plan. He knew about the, the Junior Green Lantern's whole thing, and that's what ended up saving them. But, of course, they use all the energy to save the two Super Sons, and it's not there to get them back home. So that's right. You know, Tommy Tomorrow and, and the older so – I'll call them Super Dudes, <laughs> middle-aged guys come into it. So, But, yeah, it's, uh, you feel like Tomasi's having his own story here. Um, and, and yeah, I, I just, it cracks me up with the marshmallows um, at, at the beginning and the two old versions of them arguing with each other. Talking to who I'm assuming is their grandkids. Um, maybe somehow they're related by now. But yeah. So, rating it, I'll give it like a seven. Again, it's nothing fantastic, but it's definitely readable. Yeah, that's, that's good. Um, which will take us on to the final th- book of the week, which is not a new book. That was the last new book, but the, the final book that's going to be discussed this week is Connor catching up on a Patreon pick. Uh, what is that, you might ask? Well, uh, one of the tiers on patreon.com slash TV, uh, you can make me or Connor read a book once per month, and Connor's catching up in one of his picks, and that is Red Hood Outlaw, issue 31. <laughs> Scott Lobdell writing with Pete Woods on the art. So, naturally... Um, should I try and draw a red hood over Connor's face? I think that's maybe something I should do. Or, or you could just let me talk about the shitty book and we can end this show. <laughs> I'm trying to give some visual entertainment for the people watching the video at the same time. Is, is my face in suffering not enough? <laughs> it, was, I mean... it was 50 episodes ago. It's, it's gotten old. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, Crowbar's back in full force. Wait, um, who? So crowbar. The crowbar. crowbar. Uh, yeah, like his his crowbar, which which was notably missing last time. Oh, okay, right, yes, that's right. Um, yeah, no, it's back. Uh, no, he, he's facing off against Solitary. This is this guy that's kind of split into three. He's got like three faces, kind of. It's like a distortion effect. Uh, it's like a like a like a motion blur is the way it kind of presents. Okay, there's that after. It's the most Scott Liddell thing I've ever heard. Yeah, and I'm ninety nine percent certain last issue it revealed that this was. Uh, Jason's dad but this issue pretends we don't know that for like three quarters of it and then reveals it again to Jason and I'm not sure if it's supposed to be like a ha ha you didn't know this or like like did Lobdell forget that he actually told us this last time because it felt weird to me uh, I don't know it, it was really strange I'm going to refer to three headman from henceforth as peasant Ghidorah <laughs> yeah, yeah this instead of king, I get it. Yeah, yeah, I guess it. Uh, his his thing is that he's the the reason he's called solitary is because 
he can make anyone see their solitary perception because only his vision matters. Um, he, he alters it so that he, you know people see what he wants them to see. So, uh, you know, Red Hood thinks he's fighting this guy, and you know the dog starts barking over somewhere else, and he's like, "Why? Well, what's going on?" And he's like, "Yes, that's right. I'm really over here." And and Red is like, "This whole God power damn. set is is a Vince McMahon level overbooking of a name." Like, I understood that reference. I, I <laughs> Thank <didn't>. you, Pete. <laughs> so, in wrestling, overbooking is where, like, the story would be fine on its own, but you decide to add so many different elements that it just overinflates everything. Like, yeah, there's a word for this already. It's called being overstuffed. Yeah, but just even the name Solitary, and because of what he does is to make you see your solitary purpose, yet he has three faces with a motion blur thing. And he's yeah. peasant Ghidorah. Uh, this is why I don't read. I'm sorry, Connor. Yeah. yeah. Um, <sighs> so Jason throws his crowbar at him and then he misses. And he was like, aha, you missed. See, told you you couldn't hit me. And he's like, well, I wasn't aiming for you. I was aiming for that tank behind you. So out comes Bunker, um, who throws a bunch of bricks in. Because apparently Solitary's weakness is bricks. Magic purple well, bricks. Hey, I think bricks are your weakness as well. If I threw a brick at your head, I'm pretty sure it would take you down. Yeah. <laughs> What would that look like, Pete, if you were to draw it? <laughs> oh, it's funny she does. Funny no, she I don't does. mean it. I'm just kidding. Uh, for God's sake. Oh. <laughs> but yeah, um, Bunker's like, yeah, and sure, I'll help Predator you out. Again. <laughs> I still can't believe that's said to be blood. <laughs> Terrible. Um, one of the worst lines in this is uh, uh, Solitary goes, you know, I call myself Solitary because only my vision matters. My word is law. And Redhead goes, well, unfortunately for I- I'm an outlaw. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> just, just talk about your book. Just talk about yeah. your book. Sorry, I, I, I was. Uh, that was my, my what in was reaction to the line. I can't even see what you're drawing. It's too high up for the framing. Oh, quite right. Quite right. Yeah. I'll move it down for everyone. Yeah. He's but... drawing a brick. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I figured it was a, it's, it's supposed to be purple. It's purple bricks. Why is it purple bricks? Because it's Bunker. He he makes magic purple bricks. I'm fine. I'll make a purple brick. All right. Do you want from me? How am I supposed to know it's a purple brick? I said purple. If if you listened, you you would know. This is this is what you get for not paying attention. Um, (laughs) I'm too busy creating a work of art to write that will rival Tom King's front covers. So (laughs) so bricks. That's his. That's his. His his shtick, his yeah. weakness. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Ma- magic purple bricks a week. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, they're running away from him, and then Wingman shows up. It's like, hey, we didn't finish our conversation, and and Ray goes, yeah, we did. You asked me to come back to Gotham. I will when I'm ready. Whatever. And 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 Wingman's like, no, not good enough. We need you now. Um, and threatens to drag him there, but Solitary shows back up, and. He call, he, you know, he calls Jason by his name, and and, and Jason's like, you know, what the hell did he he just call me by my name? And and he's like, how did you how did you do this? And he's like, uh, and and everything changes. And he's like, yeah, this is how I looked years ago. I was a prisoner serving for a life sentence for a thing I didn't commit. I was your father. And Jason's like, no, you're not. And he's like, yes, I am. There was three of us, and we all merged together in some accident, and that's how we became solitary. And he's like, no, you're not. <sighs> If if you were my dad, you'd have a tattoo of a of a of a like a batarang on your arm, and so show me, and and he's like you uh you 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 must be misremembering. So he just rips the shoulder off, and it's not there. Which 
doesn't make any sense to me because he just said he there was three of them merged together. So it could be that the, the, his dad's the, the dominant personality, but the tattoo's not there. Alternatively, why the hell didn't he just change Red, uh, Jason's perception to see the Batarang? Full of inconsistencies in this bullshit. So, 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 what does this have to do with Leviathan? Uh, nothing. I don't know. Okay. Not that I'm I know. Of, anyway. Um, but yeah, then he just throws the crowbar at him and impales him. <laughs> if you can dodge you a brick, you can dodge a ball. Yeah. Was that? <laughs> when did yeah. you add the frowny face? <laughs> just the, that was my last touch. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> he's not pleased that he's dying. I should hope well, not. I mean, yeah. if he's reading Red Hood, that's the better alternative. <laughs> uh, it's true. Um, if anyone would like to buy this on a t-shirt, I will happily throw it up. <laughs> oh God! I think I think for the sake of the audio listeners, Pete will tweet that image. I will. Yes, I'll tweet. I'll tweet the the work of art. Yeah. All right, um, so you, you don't talk about this travesty? Almost. I'm at the end. He throws the crowbar at him and impales him in the chest, and that's that. <laughs> and then there's, there's a little scene where he goes and visits Roy's grave. He puts Roy's cap on it. Uh, Wingman and, uh, and and Bunker have come with him. Hey. And he's can... like, all right, let's go. Well, you know, we got, i got a few things to do first. If you dodge a crowbar, you can dodge a ball. Yeah. But he couldn't, so... Well, he's not making the dodgeball team then, is he? No, he's not. He's a bit. He's a bit on the the dead side for that. Sure, that movie's fifteen years old. Just let that sink in for a little bit. <laughs> fifteen years uh, old. Double red now. Double red. Now, what are you rating it though? It's a three. It's a terrible issue, full of inconsistencies and terrible writing. Even yeah. more so than so usual. a Scott Liddell book. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear, Matt. Yes, sir. <laughs> Get off your phone. Stop being unprofessional. I'm, I'm on my tablet. Says the one who I'm, was just drawing. Same difference. Same difference. And also, I was doing that for the entertainment of the viewers. I was I was thinking about my order and trying to remember which <laughs> I had rated at what. <laughs> Maddie's prep time for the, the, the last part of the, the show. Which it just so happens that we're there. Uh, this is where we pick our favourite stuff of the week. Favourite panel slash moment, favourite art, favourite cover... Top five books of the week. So, uh, without further ado, Matt, what was your best panel slash moment? Oh, it's the Doc Shainer splash page from Young Justice. Mm. Oh, I love that page. I got to that page. I got so stoked. That's Nostalgia fair. is real. That was fair. Connor, what's your panel slash moment? It's tempting to go with the big splash page from uh, yeah, the Hero Villain, the, the Manipal one. Yeah, but it's obviously the, the Brick getting thrown in, in Red Hood. <laughs> he barely even throws any bricks at him. I don't know why he's so terrified. Is this this is his panel of the week. What I did. No, no, my actual panel of the week is just uh, Dark Side Wars. That's what that's fair. Um, you know, is it possible in another week that the Superman flying and the planet obliterating behind them might have got it? However, Mass Mike's going. Uh, I'm going to go with Young Justice, but I'm not going with the what Matt went with. I'm going with uh, Bart stealing the kryptonite. And yeah, running that, back. That was my run rap. That was good. Oh, very good. Very way. Uh, but yes, that's my that's my panel slash moment. Uh, so best cover of the week, Matt. What are you going with? Oh, this one was tough. Um, because there's nothing that really stood out. But I think I'm gonna have to go with the DC's variant that I got on my shop, which is the It parody. Yeah, I'm going to be bored and probably pick the same thing. Um, yeah. 
I was going to. That's 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 Young Justice cover. That's what right? I was gonna say. I was gonna pick yeah. that until I saw the Chris Anka Young Justice and Yeah. I'm a sucker the for Tana. Chris Anka. Yeah, Zatanna. I'm a sucker for Anka's stuff in general. Yeah, Zatanna holding the uh, Tim and Spoiler in her hands. That's a great cover. That's a really good cover. That's a really mm. good cover. I'm still gonna go with the deceased variant, but um that's a fair one. Uh top art of the week then, Matt, what's your pick? Oh hmm. probably should have thought about this. <laughs> um, you know what I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Justice League with uh, Jimenez um, no you should have picked Jimenez. this one the one I'm showing on the screen should have picked yes, that yes definitely I mean, the frowny face makes me smile but <laughs> yes <laughs> um, alright what are you going for uh, Connor uh, what are we on sorry art uh, art yes uh, uh, Green Lantern Sharp <laughs> It's not like we were saying uh, it was sharp art, not that it was like Liam Sharp, it was like it's sharp. It's close, it's sharp, yeah. <laughs> um, I am going to go with... Hmm. I'm going with Maleev in the... Yeah. Maleev section of... That's pretty good. The villain. That's my pick. Mm-hmm. Um, if I wasn't going to pick that, then I'd probably put Young Justice, but that's what I'm picking. Uh, so... And Batman was good too, I uh, so top five books, Matt. We got so number one, Young Justice. Two is Deceased. Three is Justice League. Four is Batman. Five is Super Sons. Cool. No year of the villain. Or are you just not counting that? I mean, I'm, I wasn't counting it. We didn't sure. read it, therefore I didn't have a number for it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm counting it because if I don't count it, I don't have five, and I feel like it's important. So oh. uh, number one for me. Actually, no, Connor's next. What am I? No, I'm last. Save the best for last. What am I doing? Connor, you're next. Uh, Green Lantern, <laughs> Deceased, Justice League, and you're the villain. Wait, you read more than that. I'm onto you. No, I didn't. Hey, then, you're a Batman. Batman's number four. It's. You can't count. Well, you said three books, though, did you not? I said four books. All right, okay, that's number five, then. Well, it's not. Yes, it is. <laughs> By process of deduction, it's number five. Um, I said so five books the first time. My number one is Yo Justice. My number two is Deceased. My number three is Year of the Villain. My number four is... Um, what have I got left? <laughs> uh, Justice League? Yeah, Justice League Batman. Uh, Batman number four, Justice League number five. I liked all those books, though. I actually didn't read anything I didn't like this week. Despite the fact that we started this off with a really weird kind of like, oh, I'm sick of the Batman who laughs, and, you know, there's too many events. I actually like all my books. What's that? You started off with that. I'm not sick of Batman who laughs. Oh, yeah, no, I'm saying I started off that way, but, like, I actually liked all the books I read this week. So let it be known, it was not negativity from start to finish. There was a lot of positivity. Um, All right. So I did ask the Twitters, uh, or Twitter followers, for their favourite book. Very last minute, though. Very last minute. But to be fair, they didn't let me down. They they did not let me down. There's a a nice handful of responses to it, all the same. Uh, So... Yeah, so if you follow us at DC Comics Podcast every week, uh, we will we will ask you either the day before or in this case it was about an hour before yeah, we started recording before. <laughs> um, what what your favorite book of the week was. And uh, the first one from uh, at Korea YNWA was just simply cue the Tom Taylor soundbite. Smart. Uh, so I'll just play that and that answers that question. Uh, so we did get some deceased love. We did get some uh, Green Lantern love and. 
uh, yeah, it was, it was basically just those two. Uh, so I'll, I'll read out some of the some of the comments we had for uh, for those uh, from uh, at Ben Kaiser Music. We had Green Lantern issue seven, really rewarding one-off issue that combines Morrison's evocative prose and Sharp's two thousand AD style, exaggerated realism to make story highlights. Everything I love about Hal Jordan and the Green Lantern mythos reminded me of the Kelly Gospel from his Animal Man run. Uh, and then, so yeah, so so we had that, and talking Superman didn't really say much. He just called called us nerds uh, and said yeah. Green Lantern. Uh, but yeah. for, in terms of deceased outside of the the soundbite, uh, from at Carthanis, uh, definitely deceased. I thought it was a very bold move by the Great One to take out Batman in issue one. You don't see that very often. And then from at, please, please tell me the Great One was all capitalized, as if it was a title like a name. Um, it was yeah good stuff <laughs> well the first letter was bare it wasn't like all caps yeah, yeah, yeah. that's yeah. what i mean like a name yeah like a name yeah uh, and then at the oh, glenn clark etymology again <laughs> shop uh, deceased was a solid read with you're the villain following behind any other week and i think you're the villains would easily take first but deceased by uh, at tom taylor made was so good familiar yet entirely different uh, good old horror fun uh, is my book of the year so far oh that was bold uh, it's bold. bold. Which is a good point, actually. Since we started doing asking people on Twitter, at the end of the year when we're doing our awards, it stands to reason we'll be asking you guys what your favourite books of the year were. So keep track. Keep thinking about it. Keep a record. Yeah. So there you go. Uh, that's uh, our, our, our Twitter followers' uh, picks, which was basically boiled down to Deceased and Green Lantern. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, that pretty much brings an end to the show. I didn't tell you what's coming next week, of course. Yeah. Um, but this has been this has been a wild ride of an episode. So coming next week, uh, and there's at least one of these things that I'm I'm sure has been pushed. I remember it being delayed. Uh, so I will I will point that one out when I get there, and I'm sure someone will confirm it. But uh, Detective Comics 1003, Superman 11, Wonder Woman issue 70, The Flash issue 70. I'm going to go out and I'm here and say that Shazam issue five was pushed to a later date. Nope, no, it's right it's there. there. It's there it's because <gasps> are, are are you looking at our schedule, Pete? Oh, did you change it? I changed it a couple of you weeks sly, ago. You sly, you <laughs> sly son of a I, bitch. I fixed it to the correct place. You, you sly little weasel. How dare For you? fixing it. How dare you touch my schedule? How dare you? Uh, Supergirl issue 30, Catwoman 11. Oh, no one. Are, we, are you reading Catwoman still? No, I'm out. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> There's too much other stuff right now. I know, I know. Uh, Hawkman issue 12 is out. Batman Who Last number 5. Wonder Twins issue 4. And we actually have the first issue of Batman and the Outsiders. Yes. Uh, and that's so... why Catwoman's being dropped. Yeah, exactly. That's fair. So... That's fair. What have I got? I've got 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7. I've got 8 books. 8 books is just nice. You know what? I like 8. It's a great number. 3, 4, 8. Oh, you got Hawkman. Hey, you I've got 8 as well. That's good, all that. That's, that's good. I have eight. How do you just have eight? What the hell is Matt not reading? I'm not reading Catwoman. I'm not reading Tech. Um, I'm not reading Just League Odyssey. Hey, we're not reading Odyssey either, though. Yeah. No one's reading Catwoman. Um, you, you should. But I you, got you should have Wonder Twins. Yeah, you should. You should have more than we do, though, because you, you're reading almost everything we're reading. I have Wonder Woman. I have Wonder Twins. I have Supergirl. I have Shazam. I have Hawkman. I have Flash. You don't read Batman Who Laughs. I have Batman Who Laughs and I have Batman and the Outsiders. So you're reading two more than I am. That's nine. Did I miscount? Matt can't count. <laughs> Seven. Yes, nine. I can confirm sure. it's nine. 
<laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Matt, good at languages, not at numbers. <laughs> That's exactly right. Story of my high school life. <laughs> Math <sighs> sucked. All right. Well, on that weird bombshell, we can pretty much wrap up the show. Although Matt did mention just like Odyssey, that's also as is Red Hood Outlaw thirty four, which Connor will of course read eventually for Patreon, but uh, it's not happened. Uh, it's not happening next week. Uh, so, although that said, you do have another Red Hood this month. You still have this I month's do. Red Hood to do. I so, do. unfortunately, exciting, exciting times. Uh, so that has been episode one hundred and fifty three. I think. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that sounds to reason. Does that sound right? Why not? Sound, sounds in the ballpark. <laughs> well, Matt's apathy just makes me want to pause and it check is, it. It is. It's 153. 153, good. All right, 153. Thank you very much for, for listening and enjoying. Um, if you would like to help us out, you can, of course, do so by liking and subscribing on YouTube. If you're listening on a podcast app, especially iTunes, um, you know, give us a five-star rating, a little review. That, that helps out a lot. You know, iTunes will like put it out in the top charts and recommend it to people if it's got ratings and reviews and that kind of thing. Uh, so you can do that of course if you want to support us financially you can go to patreon.com slash mailfuzztv where you can support us for as little as a dollar per month and... if you go over to patreon now and support us on this episode and let us know Pete might even do you a little drawing <laughs> and paint and Microsoft paint yes you yeah, get a little drawing yeah. See, we, found our, we finally found a worse artist than Tom King <laughs> I don't know if I agree that I'm worse than Tom King I, I may fight you on that I think, I think you are <laughs> I'll I'll take I'll take I'll take anyone else is better than me, but Tom King I'm going to dispute. Um, so, you know, uh, so you can go to Patreon. Um, and update on the monthly episode because we're still obviously waiting on this Shazam episode going up because Connor's still not seen the movie. Because take Connor's taking a while getting to see the movie, we're actually going to quickly do another episode first before we get to the Shazam yeah. one. I I have had some some problems with lo- losing my bank card. And yes, yes. So there's been some shenanigans uh so we're doing an episode on teen titans earth one before the shazam one comes out so you, you'll get two pretty quickly back to back on patreon so apologies for the delays um but those two will begin up fairly close together uh soonish um assuming the movie's not left theaters by the time connor gets to see it in which case the shazam episode will just be in like two months time <laughs> I'm, I'm really really hoping next week is is my week yes yes this is this is, this is it <sighs> bloody hell um so that is uh that is uh that's been the episode that's been 153 of comments from the multiverse so thank you very much uh for watching and it's actually worth mentioning here we're not doing anything special for it and uh, we'll do something special for episode 200 but it is worth mentioning that this month is actually the three-year anniversary of uh this show so oh wow yeah christ three years of this shit i know i know it's <laughs> amazing right uh, so thank you very much for supporting us all this time thank you for being uh, viewers and listeners and everything else uh, you're all wonderful people except talking Superman that guy is just the worst uh, but thank you very much for watching and listening we always appreciate it keep reading DC Comics but remember that sometimes that's the wrong outro <laughs> Pete forgets how to end the show I think what he meant to say is may the force be with you always <laughs> I take it back. Talking Superman is not the worst. Matt is the worst. Yeah. Yeah, we all do this. Remember to never get lost in the Speed Force.